welcome back to episode 39 of the Kit and Krista podcast. Welcome. Woohoo! Another beautiful week. A beautiful day, a beautiful week, a beautiful episode of podcasting. There we go, we're yes. here to cast the pod. Uh, today though, we're going to be talking about something maybe not so beautiful to some. We got such a provocative question about leaks and what the actual impact of leaks is. Mm -hmm. So we feel compelled to ask ourselves, are leaks actually bad? That is the question, because hmm. I think a lot of times you automatically assume that it's very negative, right. but there could be another side to that story. We're gonna look at it from yeah. every angle. Very deep analyses right. on the leaks. Indeed. Um, we are also continuing our journey into our memory banks about Pokemon. Indeed. And in this week's Storytime episode, we're going to be talking about a wonderful experience we had making Pokemon curry with the Pokemon developers. Wonderful and delicious. Yes. Yeah. The developers were not delicious, but the curry the was. The curry was. And yes. Yeah. They're wonderful. The curry was delicious. <laughs> it's getting yes, awkward. I think people know that. <laughs> <laughs> As always, everything is made possible by our wonderful Patreon family. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us, for keeping this channel going. We love you guys so, so much. And we hope that when uh, you guys will consider joining us as well. And we are at patreon.com slash kittenkrista. We have lots of different tiers. We have lots of different um, extra bonus things that is available only to our Patreon um, subscribers. Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful. Guess what? what? Aside from this, we don't have jobs. No. So this is how we keep this whole thing afloat. We don't have yes. jobs. We need to eat people. Aside from this, this is the job. Yeah, this is the job. And you all are funding it. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Remember how we quit our jobs at Nintendo? Thanks in advance. I Remember? Always, I always hated getting that in an email. Thanks in advance. Oh. It's like, I haven't done anything yet. Well, that's what I may not do it now. <laughs> I'm, I haven't done anything and I'm not right. doing it now. Um, but yeah. Remember that time when we quit our jobs at Nintendo to become yeah. full-time content, cre content uh -huh. creators? Remember that, guys? That happened. That's happening right now. <laughs> it's happening. Oh, um, awesome. Let's see. What is happening? We have been playing some great co-op games yes. on Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Um, the video is out now. Yes. We teased last week that one of those games is one of my all-time favorite Switch games. Yeah. So I can say now that game is Crawl. Right. Um, and that's Such a game a deep cut. that I love. But some of those games we were trying for the first time, I saw a lot of people really liking Monaco, yeah. which was literally a game I hadn't heard of until I of until was I doing, doing yeah. some research for this video. That game's yeah. awesome. That game was really great. I, I, what I really liked about all five games that we showed in this video is that they're all very different. Um, you have a game like Monaco that's like very heist-based. Um, you have, And then we have that game Death Road to Canada, which was a surprise, another surprise yeah. to me. I didn't know about that game at all until again I was looking into this and this that one is sort of like Oregon Trail slash shoot zombies in like a funny way yeah and yeah I love how there's just so many of these little gems out there and hopefully um you guys find a new game in that mix that you haven't right. heard of well these games also like they're not new like again as I was doing my research like oh this game came out in 2017 what right. where was I where was I how did exactly. I miss this there's just too many right for you to look through, right? And it's sometimes it's kind of hard yeah. um, to find the gems in there, but we found it for you guys. Yeah. So hopefully, we you might, you we might, might, there might be more in this uh, next um, indie world video, yes. which by now uh, has happened. It's we, happened. We do have a, a reaction video mm -hmm. on our YouTube channel. Please watch that. Yes. Um, who knows? Who knows? We could add more to the library. Sports story. 
Sports oh. Story Shadow Drop. Oh, that's I've like been the waiting. Only, that's the only thing I keep going back to. We'll see Sports if that. Sports Story Shadow Drop came plus true or not. More Silk Song. Silk Song, yes. <laughs> the Silk Song that's never gonna come out. The mysterious Silk oh, Song. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an ongoing joke now, pretty much. But yeah, yeah we had a lot of fun though playing those clock games, yeah. and um, definitely want to do more. So if you like that video, let us know. Right. Or if you, there's other games that you guys um, have found that you want us to try, we'd love to try right. it as well. Uh, our next Super Kit and Krista 64, though, um, so we hinted at this last week, the 10-year anniversary of the Wii U is nigh. Oh, yeah. And I can't believe it. So next week on the podcast, we are doing a big retrospective on the launch of the Wii U. So yeah. that's going to be a big one. Um, that's going to be really you interesting will not to look miss. back on that. But for Super Kit and Krista 64, we are doing um, a closer look at Nintendo Land specifically. Yes. And we will be ranking... Every single one of those attractions, attractions yeah. in that game. Um, uh, some are a little shaky. How, when was the last time you played Nintendo Land? Oh, man. It's got to be at least eight years ago, it's been a long. Yeah. It's been a real long time. I don't think I played that game after, you know, the first sort of initial yeah, launch yeah. of the Wii U. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's been a while. I did watch a video on to some get of caught them up. to get caught Good. up. And I was like, I do not remember this at all. Somehow? Yeah, there were a few of them. I was like, wow, I had no recollection of this yeah. one. And there was a I, lot more than I thought there was. Yeah, there's, I was like, there's 12, yeah. I thought there was like wait, like half of right. that so for some reason. I don't right. know. Maybe, it was, maybe um, I blocked it on the memory. <laughs> well, maybe it has something to do with the fact that you threw your Wii U into a dumpster um, I don't shortly it after well. the, the Switch that launch. That is Let me tell you, different. could have come in handy because I had some issues this weekend. I um, found one. Actually, producer Steffi came through. I was getting ready for this episode. I, ha I have a Wii U, of course, that I had still hooked up to my TV. I can't believe that. And it's so shameful. And I put in Nintendo Land and I get this weird like crash with an error code. I'm like, oh boy, what is, what's this? It always happens and to I you And I do like it this. a few more times. Well, that system's a piece of junk, okay? That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is a good thing for Happens to me, happens to everybody. Not look at the system with rose-colored so glasses. I put it in later. a couple more times, and I'm getting the same error. So I start, I Google it, and it's like, this could be one of two things. Either you have a catastrophic hardware failure. Uh-oh. Or uh, you just need to reinstall the update, the game update for the game. So I did that, and it worked okay. And then I tried to make a me for you, and I got an even more scary crash. So I'm just hoping we get through this video smoothly before this thing just self-destructs. We it's do like, have- That would be so ironic though, <laughs> if it self-destructed and linked to a cloud Everybody, of smoke. Yes. 10 years after the launch, like everybody's Wii U will self-destruct. Yeah. yeah, it's like an iPhone. When you start to get a new iPhone, the old iPhone just like craps yeah. out. It's like the same thing. Yeah. So yes, producer Stephanie graciously lent us her yeah. as a backup. She was she came through on a Sunday. It was amazing. Of course, she always um, does. But yeah, that's going to be interesting to rank those. Can uh, I give everything I, a bad ranking? Well, there has to be a number one. That's the whole point of a ranking. Oh man, it's going to be like the cream of the crop. Right, it can't just be like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. It's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah it's going to be bad. Yeah. We'll see. That was very shaky times, people. Right, shaky um, times. But then, speaking of Wii U, um, we got invited onto a podcast uh, that we both love, which yes. is Retronauts. That's exciting. They have the definitive statement on what is or isn't retro. Ten years Is it ago. ten years old? Yes. If it's ten years old, it's retro. So the Wii U is now retro. We have been yeah. invited onto this podcast to talk about the launch. It's yeah. not out. I think it's out next week. 
Right, right, So it's right. not available just yet, but you can look forward to that. Yes, yeah, so there's um, lots of Wii U lookbacks right. in our future and present. Right. Uh, they are our wonderful uh, Patreon brothers and sisters over at yes, Retronaut as well. Yes, of course. So give them a look. But um, yeah, that's going to be really fun and a good little warm-up for our talk uh, next week, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think it's on a lot of people's minds. It's, it certainly was a very interesting time. Right. You look at the good and the bad, and sort of what it meant for the future mm-hmm. um, for Nintendo, and it's it's really it's it's really of kind of a pivotal time, and a lot happened to us. Yeah, so excited to kind of dig into all of that. Yeah. And remember la- that too. The last thing I'll say on the Wii U today is again spending you know those couple hours getting ready for that episode. It is shocking to me that Nintendo went from the Wii U to the Switch. It really is it's like it? a system that had so many problems at almost everywhere you look. To a system that is so good, almost, almost everywhere you look. Yeah, really learned it's a like, lesson. Man, you learned it good. That is like the ultimate U, the U turn. Da da. Gotcha, didn't I? Oh man, boy. Yeah, it's like a hard lesson. Yeah. to learn. Guess you wouldn't know. What me? Yeah, out to pasture. You sent yours. Oh, the Wii U. I, I thought you meant my. You like, do this with life. a lot of things that we ultimately need. For this whole venture. It's like, well, well, I had that, but I threw it away. I had that, I gave it away. Had I that, I, I stomped on it until it broke. It. I don't want to have it. We need it. No, we don't. I we can't have it. everything. We need it once every 10 years. Jeez. And this I'll figure out years. a way to get it if I need to have it. But uh, you don't need to hook it up to your TV uh, every day. Uh, a maniac. On the greener pastures. This episode is sponsored by Mint Mobile. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Mint you. Mobile. Uh, Mint Mobile is awesome because it is a alternative to big mobile. Right. Uh, they have plans starting at just $15 a month. Mm-hmm. How do they do it, you ask? Well then, oh. let me tell you Please. how they do it. They are online only. Right. So all of that cost of being in a retail store, they basically pass those savings on to me and you and you guys. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And let's be honest, going into those stores, not that great in the first place. Ugh, it's like the worst. It really <laughs> uh, is the you worst. You have been using Mint Mobile. I have. It's been working really, really well. It's very easy. You get a SIM card. You can get, you can either transfer over your uh, your existing mobile phone number or you can um, get a new one based on your zip code. Um, the service is really, really solid. Uh, all of the... You know, you have all of the, you know, wireless services as well. And it's, I have not noticed any difference between that and my big wireless provider at all. So 15 bucks a month is really a great, a great deal. Yeah. And again, one of the head honchos over there. Ryan Reynolds himself. Wow, isn't he handsome? He's very handsome. Wow. True trust that man. <laughs> to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door free, go to mintmobile.com slash kit and krista. That's mintmobile.com slash kit and krista. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash kit and krista. There you go. That's it. I'll put the link, of course, right here and also in the description below. All right. Should we move on to our beautiful, delicious story time? Yes. Yay! This is one of my favorite, favorite things that we've ever done, ever, ever. And it is when we were, um, we had the brilliant idea of inviting Mr. Masuda, Mr. Omori, the great Pokemon developers, to come on to Nintendo Minute, and we were going to do a cooking episode, making Pokemon curry, um, which you might think is a ridiculous thing to ask 
two very busy developers to do, but we made we made it happen we somehow, did. which was like a, a miracle in and of itself. And then it, the episode also turned out to be a really banger, awesome, yeah. exactly a banger. Um, so that was like the the, the curry on top, I guess, of the rice. <laughs> so to start the story, I think we should say, you know, go back many years. So Mr. Masudi used to come, he used to go on these worldwide press tours does, for yeah. the launch of every big Pokemon game, mm-hmm. mainline Pokemon game. Yeah. And we were kind of responsible for managing the those schedule. and him yeah. for how many years? How many? Seven, how many eight years? Pokemon like, games have come out. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot. What, how many gens have come I out? I remember the first... One that I did, I forget what game it was. Black it might, and white. It might have been black and white, or, or even something before that. Heart gold, soul silver. The first two appointments that we had in the day of the first day, which is my first time meeting him in person, canceled. <laughs> which is like when you're a PR person, it's like That's a night, like the it's like a worst nightmare. thing. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. And he when was it he was none too happy about it. So I was like, oh, this is getting off to a bad start. Yeah. But um, we really both got to know him. Really so well, well over the yeah. years, um, and he became a good friend to us. Yeah, and, and he's really just the, one of the. Again, we're so lucky to have known um, all of these great developers because it's like when you meet someone that you admire, you hope that they're nice people, right? And they always, for, from our experience, I think they always just turn out to be even nicer than you expect. Right. Um, and Mr. Masuda is certainly no different. And getting to know him, like beyond the. The work stuff, like you know, under like knowing him at dinner and like getting to know his wine taste and all that stuff. Right. So he is, is great. He's someone who truly enjoys life, and yes. you know, I think he, you know, he wanted to go on these press tours, you know, because he wants to promote his game, but he also likes seeing the world. He did, and he is a true wine aficionado. Oh my gosh! He is Sometimes such a when wine the developers would come over, I like I would, if we got to dinner, I was like I'll, I'll order the wine because like I'm not sure these these folks know what they're getting into. Yeah. But with him, it was like, no, please do the honors. And he would always pick something great. And we would also hear like, oh, he's staying an extra day and he's touring Touring wine country. Like, oh, he has a private tasting at Opus One that he's going to go to tomorrow. I was like, well. (laughs) You know what you're doing. That sounds good. Silver Oak. (laughs) Here I come. (laughs) There was one dinner where he actually gave the wine list to um, the TPC head of marketing. Yeah. And you could just see like a the single, single bead, of, bead sweat of sweat yeah. coming down his brow. He's like, oh, I can't mess this up. I, this is where you go and talk to that restaurant sommelier and you right. hope that that person knows what they're doing. Right. He made a great is... choice and he, he he wouldn't have cared anyway. I think. Yeah. He's so good natured about it. But yeah, so so that's kind of why I think we were able to propose this was like we had really put in the time to get to know him and and have a great relationship with him. Yeah, we had done other Nintendo Minute videos with Mr. Masuda and Mr. Omori in the past for past Pokemon games for like, um, oh my gosh, now I'm totally... Well, again, every other game. Every other game. But like we've done like um, other episodes, like we did like rapid fire questions. Right. We've done like episodes that were beyond sort of very traditional interviews. Well, that that was... Again, one of the other factors, because when he would come, he was so on script, is like, here are the things I can talk about, here are the things I cannot talk about, here are the things I want to promote. Right. So it didn't feel like we had a ton of wiggle room to do right, something super exactly. creative, yeah. because it was like, I can only talk about so much, I'm not going to elaborate on that much. If you can come up with an idea for that, great. Yeah, and also there's always, always like we talked about before, like some pretty strict embargoes for Pokemon yes. games where like even at the time of the developers coming to do these press tours, you're still in the preview period for right. the game and there's only so much you can talk about there that wouldn't spoil the embargo. Right. 
and it would get, it would get more and more complicated too because it's like every game there was like more sort of little details that you you had to like be careful not to accidentally yeah. show and you mm -hmm. had the, the special build of the game right. where it only showed right. up to this part and you grab it out of the media's hands yeah. when when you get past a certain scene so they don't see the other stuff so it's pretty kind of hard to like thread that needle i guess right right yeah so you know for sword and shield we were like we just got to do something different because those videos were fine but they were a little dry right and we had both been very intrigued by this curry making um part of the game so i think we just thought like let's just shoot our shot here and really yeah. propose something that's really different and you know it does tie back to the game. Right. This is a, this is a this is a new addition to the game. We can have sort of a more casual conversation with them as we make the curry. Mm -hmm. We can still touch upon whatever the key points yeah. they want and to talk about are. We can still put are. in like, you know, any sort of gameplay exactly. stuff right. um, as it relates to um, you know features that they wanted to chat about right. during the cooking process. Right. Right. It's just the the cooking process is just the vehicle like a more casual way for us to have this conversation yeah. that it's not like, let's just sit down and interview them. You right, know? right. It's really boring. Yeah. And they both said, absolutely, let's do that, which was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. I mean, we talked about last week, though, about how, you know, the Pokemon company really flipped years earlier mm -hmm. from being, like, uncool to being cool. Yeah, it's true. So, they, they were, like, the worst to work with, and then right. suddenly they were, like, the best to work so with. So I wasn't completely <laughs> shocked, but it was just, like... Yeah, as you had written it on the page, let's do exactly that. Yeah, and I had, no comments. I had written it like sort of as a dream scenario where like, yeah. you know, there there's could have been several ways. Like, it, like, for example, if they were like, we're fine if you guys make the curry, but we don't want to do any of the cooking. Exactly. Like, we just yeah. want to sit there and watch you guys make it and chat with you. Like, that could have been a, a lower lift option yeah. for them. And I wasn't sure, like, will Mr. Masuda want to put on an apron and chop carrots? Like... <laughs> I don't know. Like, that seems like a weird thing yeah. to ask someone that is, like, you know, on this, like, two-week press tour. Um, that's, that's kind of big ask. Right. You know? Right. But no. They're, like, they're yeah. like, give us the aprons. Give us the chef hats. Right. We're going to... We're going to we're gonna cook right. with you. And I think, I think they just... Curry. They liked the opportunity to get... Do something different. Yeah. I think. I think so, too. Um, yeah. So... When they said yes, we had to find a way to make it happen because, believe it or not, there's not a giant like test kitchen in the Nintendo Redwood yeah, City office. That's true. But yeah. you, I, I, I wasn't involved in this. You found a really great place. I did. It was actually really close to the office. Yeah. Shockingly, it was this place that was right in the same neighborhood as where the Nintendo uh, Redwood City office was. But basically, it was this like demo it's kitchen. Like a showroom. It's a it's a kitchen showroom yeah. apparently, but they also have like a working kitchen in there right. as well, and it's. It's like industrial grade, so they have like really nice, you know, stoves and right. ovens and a place where you a lot it, of space. space. There was like you know, it was all like like kitchen grade, so clean, yeah. <laughs> which is important. You don't want to like have some sort of germ situation. Um, there was you know places for you to like have like running water and all that stuff, um, refrigeration. So all and they also had like a ton of you know utensils for us too. So we didn't really right. need to bring in a lot of right. Utensils. So that either. was clutch. Yeah. Um, you have your own personal curry recipe. Yeah. Which you brought to the table too. I did. I have a curry recipe. I love making Japanese curry. It's one of my favorite things. It's delicious. Um, so I had this recipe that I made a couple of times that's pretty simple that I thought we could easily like replicate. Mm -hmm. um, but we also like wanted to add some elements to make it look like the actual dish in the game. Right. Which is pretty interesting because it's kind of untraditional because yeah. they add you there's um 
tons of different curry recipes in Sword and Shield, yeah. but like one of them had like like sausages. This in was it, spicy sausage curry. Yeah. was the one that so we, we were had replicating. to like go buy like spicy sausage. Right. And added into the to my original curry right. recipe, which was pretty funny. And we had we both had this idea for like the thumbnail of like a side by side of the game curry with the real curry. Yeah. So it was like we need to be able to make it look exactly exactly like that. Like that. Yeah. So I studied that game curry photo right very intensely. You submitted your curry recipe to um, <clears throat> worldwide curry expert Chris, Chris Kohler. Kohler, right? Chris Kohler approved. And he gave it. it the thumbs up. He gave it the thumbs up. Right. I was really pleased by that, um, that I was able to get that that review from yeah. from Chris and the legitimacy, now <laughs> a his, polar legitimacy. His, uh, I think his recipe involves putting a lot of chocolate in. Yeah, you, he likes the darker. It's almost like curry. mole. Yeah, at that point, have I you bet done it's that? Delicious. I have not done that. My curry is very. Um, it's a very like a, a little bit lighter. Yeah, it's very traditional, but it does use like some of the fruitier, fruitier elements. Of oh a right, Japanese you did. You have like an apple in it. You got, or something? You have to put apples yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I submitted the recipe. We sort of like added the elements, like the the spicy sausage, mm -hmm. to make it look like the game. So. One fun thing is um, I actually made the curry the night before because obviously we didn't have... TV magic. TV, you got to have Food Network TV <laughs> magic, right? Like obviously we didn't have like hours and hours with Mr. Masuda and Mr. Yeah. Omori. They only had about an hour with us. Right. So we needed to like sort of shoot the, the cooking process and the cooking, like putting everything into the pan and right, all that right. stuff. But, you know, as soon as we finished that, we just did the old swapity swap. Right. With the actual cooked curry that I right. made the night before. Right. Because you're supposed to like simmer it for like an hour or something. It takes so a we, long time. So we just skipped that part. We did all the prep on everything. Put yeah. It on the, put it on the stove. And then I was like, oh, switcheroo. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, whoa. <laughs> I think they didn't realize that that was going to happen, which yeah. is really fun and cute. Um, but yeah, we we basically pulled another curry out right. of it that was already finished and made. And right, right. actually it was really good because it had been simmering. It's always good the next, better the next day yeah. when you make Japanese yeah. curry. So it's actually like really good at that point. Like super, like all the sauces had like soaked into all the veggies and stuff. It was so yummy. Um, the other really fun thing about that experience is this curry recipe, you make the curry sauce from scratch. You can always buy like the little pre-made. The bricks. The bricks, yeah. which they're also really good. So no shame to anyone that makes curry from You them. need to punch those up, I always feel. They, they could be a little bit, yeah. It can be like yeah. a little bit bland, yeah. But um, but I I obviously wanted to make my recipe from scratch, and I remember like in the video you'll see like really cute, <laughs> just like really cute scenes of like Mr. Masuda like smelling the spices and stuff because he's like, oh, I totally thought that you were gonna use a brick. Like oh, I totally yeah. thought like right before we started filming, he was like, you're making this from scratch. <laughs> like oh my god, I not know that. I thought you were just gonna put like the bricks in. I think you're dealing with her. Yeah, I think he was like so pleasantly surprised and right. like, dare I say, a little bit impressed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So I was like kind of excited right. about that. Like he didn't realize that it was going to be like a real sort of like a real cooking thing, right, you know? Right. Like he, we weren't just going to like microwave some curry and make him eat it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> some takeout. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that was really fun. Um well, when yeah. we when we finished, I, we all took a bite in the video. I was like, "Oh, boy, this is great!" But then when we finished, like he ate like the entire basically plate. everything that was left. He did, which involved like 
three piles, sausages. Piles of rice, three sausages, yeah. curry everywhere, slattered. Yeah. yeah. This was at like nine in the morning. Yeah. And he said, he was eating. He said, I have been on the road for two weeks and eating like so much restaurant food. Yeah. This feels like home. Uh, like it feels like a home cooked meal. I'm so meal. tired of these three star Michelin restaurants. I know. Gosh. Just Chateaubriand <laughs> and these, this caviar. Get out of here. I want this curry. This <laughs> yeah. Opus One Drinking tastes like bath water. <laughs> this swill. Um, but no, he was like, I really miss like a home cooked yeah. meal. Like, I, I feel that. Like sometimes when you're on vacation for a long time, you just kind of like miss yeah. cooking yeah. for yourself too. Like I totally get what he's saying. Um, but it was so cute. Like they, they were really involved. Right. Like we had them. They're basically like our sous chefs. Yeah. <laughs> they were like chopping carrots. Right. I remember that we had a fun discussion about like, how do you chop your carrots? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I wanted, like, I, let's make them the same size. Mm -hmm. Like, some everyone's not, like, we're not cooking like a random right. sizes of carrots. Right. And like, we were making them. Rustic style. Rust That's my you style. Like, you of like cooking. the rustic yes. style, as we know from all the other cooking That's videos. real home cooking, okay? Not made by a machine like you. What? It's yeah. rustic. <laughs> It's made with love. I want a cooking contest. Love, though. <laughs> um, yeah, but they were like, they were like super into it. They were. You know, that was the best part too. Is once once we were like in the kitchen together, like no one was like, oh, prissy about whatever. Right. Like, oh, I don't want to touch that. I no, I mean that's that. a sign. I think of a good developer is you know you you want to experience things and yeah. you know you want to do different things that can expand your horizons. So exactly. That's what those two were all about. Yeah, they yeah. were so good natured and just so I don't know. I I, I really enjoyed all of our experiences right. with them, but this one especially was just like, yeah, it just it really showed you like. What kind of people yeah. they are, you yeah. know? And that was in 2019. Yep. And I don't think they... I think that was the last of those trips because now he's got this big new job at the Pokemon company. And gosh, that was really like the end of an era in so many ways. So many ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, the world got turned upside down. Right. And there right. was no travel for many years. And yeah, he's off to other other bigger projects and, yeah. and responsibilities, right, I, I would think. Right. Now, hopefully he's still drinking some Opus One and eating <laughs> some curry, but yeah. Um, that curry recipe is in the description of that video, but. Why don't you put it in this I'll description? Put it, I was just gonna say, okay, I'll good. put it in this okay. description too. So you, if you guys wanna make it, tell me, cause I wanna know yeah. um, how you like it. There there have been a lot of people that have made it. It is good. There was one, one person in our uh, in our Patreon family that, that said this, they make this curry uh, for their birthday every year now. It's a tradition. Oh, wow. So I wow. love that. I think that's awesome. That should be a new Patreon tier. Krista makes you curry. And you can, like send it in like fro like dry ice or something. Oh, I'd love to do that. <laughs> I'd love to. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> the curry tier. <laughs> the curry tier. <laughs> Maybe you can I'll team up uh, with uh, the one and only Chris Kohler. There we go. I'll send you a curry Your a curry month. Curry sommelier, yes. <laughs> Um, but yes, that was a wonderful time. Absolutely loved uh, working with those developers and so nice to do something very creative with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the launch of Pokemon Scarlet gets closer. Yes. Every day. There's sandwiches in that one. Not yeah. as exciting as the curry. That sandwich looks kind of weird to me. But you are, but you have a fear of sandwiches. No, there was no mayonnaise that I saw in the video. You have a fear of sandwiches. I like sandwiches. You're I don't have sandwiches. a fear of sandwiches. Yes, you do. I have a fear of mayonnaise. Is what I have. You have you're very particular <laughs> of, about sandwiches. It was like the graphics of the sandwich look like super realistic, 
which is not the graphics of the rest of the game. Right, right. Like, the curry is... didn't look realistic. It looked like cartoon curry. It was. It fit in with the, the yeah. other graphics. Right. How you didn't even play Sword and Shield? How do you know? I played a little bit. I watched well. a trailer. I played a little bit. <laughs> Um, Just didn't like it. I was really bored, actually. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, in our Never a Minute segment, moving on. Uh, once again, we ask our Patreon superstars, who are calling all the shots now. I know. Um, they asked us to consider uh, a rousing game of Kiss, Mary Kill. Yes. Focusing on action games. Right. So, so we, the games. We have done just that. Um, the games we are pulling from, or the series we are pulling from, include God of War, mm -hmm. Bayonetta, mm -hmm. Devil May Cry, No More Heroes, and Ninja Gaiden. Yes. And we're Filled gonna, with great characters. We're going to do three rounds. Because there are so many great characters, we, yeah. we've broken it down into certain categories. So round one, we're going to be talking about the main characters. Right. Round two, supporting characters. And round three, villains. Right. Obviously, we each have three options yes for each person so you can choose which of these options you would kiss marry or kill right so should so, we start with the main characters we shall are you gonna go first i'm ready so i'll go first okay all right your options are mm -hmm. kratos from the original god of war games mm -hmm. before he grew the giant beard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. went into the sure. went into his cabin in the woods <laughs> um quite angry kratos quite um Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. I found a picture with the mask off because that might be important. Yes. See his face? Yes. Uh, or Travis Touchdown, the one and only. <laughs> so these are your options. Who, who will you kiss? Who will you marry? Who shall you kill? Oh, man. Such hotties. <laughs> now, is Kratos killable if you choose that? I don't know. He is a god. He may be immortal. Invulnerable? No, I was getting confused. I mean, the difference between immortal and invulnerable; those are two different things. Is he immortal? Nigh and nigh invulnerable. <laughs> they nigh, always say that. Nigh those invulnerable. Are, those are two words you always hear paired together. He's not just invulnerable; he's nigh invulnerable. Oh boy, I'm I'm kind of scared that Kratos is going to go crazy and kill me. <laughs> you know what get I mean? To you, like, get to you first. He's, yeah, like he's yeah. a little unhinged. He's a little nuts in these games, yeah. Yeah, and like you don't know what's going to set him off, right. right? Like anything could set the guy off. This is, be this is before he settled down. This is Ramblin' Man Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to ramble. He's visiting those singles bars. He's got to like, see the world, yeah. Yeah, he's got to... <laughs> um, I, I would like to kill him. <laughs> Preemptively. Preemptively. All right. Yeah, as a first, first strike. Okay, you can attempt, yes. Because he's just, he's just too... Too much of a wild card for me to deal with. Okay. What if he doesn't like the kiss and he kills me? What if he doesn't like maybe being married to me and he kills me? All right. Like a lot of times he could kill me. Okay. And then I'll end up on 2020 as one of those wives that were killed. That's not good. I don't want that. Um, okay. I would marry... Let me look at the pictures again. There's Ryu Hayabusa. Okay. And... Oh, I know Travis You know who Travis Touchdown is. <laughs> I would kiss Travis. Oh. He seems like he'd be right. a really good kisser. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now, Tra I mean, the, the whole shtick with Travis is like, he's unlucky in love. Yeah. He wants to be. Right. But he isn't. But I think it's something to do with him. It's He's the problem? I think so. But, but you equate this to being a good kisser. 
Right. That's why I'm not marrying him. Is he like one of these people like kissing the back of his hand all day long? It's to like practice, practicing. To practice. For like, when the day comes, I'm going to be ready. He's like kissing his cat. <laughs> Jean is getting the practice in. Oh, no. The oh, cat. the cat is so cute, though. Um, I, so the thing with him is that he seems like he is not a relationship man. You know what I mean? Like he always has a lot of problems right. with his relationships and then he gets into all this trouble and then obviously he has like all of these exes right. that seem to be a little unhinged. Right. Like I don't want to I don't want to get into that. Like I okay. don't want that drama. But I'll kiss him cuz he looks like he's very kissable. All right. He looks like he'd be fun. And like then you're marry you're marrying yeah. the ninja himself, I'll Ryu. Marry, I'll marry the ninja. Okay. He probably won't be around. The life so of a ninja, no. I won't have to deal with him that much. Hmm. I don't like, he's pretty cute, so he'll be fine yeah, yeah. if he does show up. But he's probably pretty busy and so he'll probably just leave me alone. Okay. Which is what I want. <laughs> I just want to be left alone. Please don't don't talk to me. All right. I will call you when you're needed. <laughs> you'll be summoned. Summon. When, you'll be summoned when you ring when, a bell and you arrive in a puff of smoke. You are needed. Poof. <laughs> um I think these are good choices. I know. All three. That's why I, I mean, for me. Oh, for you. Yeah, I think these are good, good okay. categorizations. Yeah, I do, I do remember, you know, Kratos has been married multiple times and it didn't, it didn't it did go well for any of them. For any of the yeah, wives. Right. They're all dead. Yeah. So. They gone. I don't want to end up like that. Okay. Seems like a pattern, you know? All right, all right. Main characters for me. <clears throat> are you ready? Indeed. Bayonetta. Oh. The original hottie. Trish from Devil May Cry. Okay. And Momiji from Ninja Gaiden. Mm. All hot girls. All hot girls. The hottest of the girls. Uh, I'm going to kiss Bayonetta. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Because I want it. <laughs> <laughs> but why won't you That's marry her? That's what I want to do. No, I'm going to marry Momiji. Oh, you're marrying Momiji. Right, right. Why is that? Oh, you're marrying a ninja too. Um, oh, I mean, there's this is an interesting. This is an interesting duality. Bayonetta that we have. Is, is inherently chaotic. This could this, see, this, this candle could burn out very quickly. You see, <laughs> burns hot but burns out fast. Oh, you oof. see, that's what that is. Okay, the okay. passion is off the charts. Um, so I'm, I'm marrying Momiji. Which means I'm I'm killing. You're killing Trish. Trish, yes. But Trish is so Goodbye. hot. She's the one I know the least about, though. It's uh, like she's I, a little mysterious. I, I've, I've I've inspected, looked over, I've learned about them closely. Yeah. Yeah. She's really hot. Have you okay. seen her outfit? Yeah. Have you seen those low-rise leather pants? <clears throat> Have you seen them? Yeah. Have you looked? Moving on. I'll take no more questions. Um, supporting <laughs> characters. I gotta admit, these three that I chose are a bit weird. Okay, I chose yeah. some weird supporting so is, characters too. We're getting off the beaten path here. Yeah, the main characters I felt were pretty like, yeah. they were all three hot girls. We basically. got three fit, decent looking guys. Yeah, you got three fit men and three hot girls. Right. Um, now these ones. Okay. We have uh, Mimir from oh, God of War. The severed head, which you wear on your, on your belt. That's so your funny. Your little keychain. Uh, we have... Gamora from Bayonetta, this giant monster demon thing. Um, <laughs> or uh, Batman. Oh my God, Our, we almost have the same choices, <laughs> That's okay. That's except fine. for one. That's fine. That's we can, so funny. Uh, Bat-wielding maniac from No More Heroes. <laughs> uh, what do you say about this? Um, I am going to... I think I'm going to kill the monster from Bayonetta. Oh. Again, seems like it'd be hard to contain I mean, this like, thing. It's like 300 feet tall, but Right. Sure. Like, when I, yeah. I can't 
I don't even know if I can reach the lips you gotta, from where I am. You gotta marry it then. If I marry it, <laughs> where am I gonna? Where are we gonna live? I mean, may not be the most kissable. Face. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna like eat my head. Yeah. Like there's again, I'm a, I'm a scared of being killed. A scared? <laughs> I'm afraid. I'm so a scared. I'm a scared of being killed being or eaten. eaten. Be eaten. Eaten. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so I I shan't attempt to kiss or marry. Okay. And I, I don't know where to put it if I marry. It's not like a rabbit in a cage. Like, I can't. Okay. Where am I supposed to put this thing, you know? Um, okay, so then I've killed that. Um, I'm going to kiss Mimir. <laughs> he has a lips. <laughs> I mean. He's just a head. It is a severed head. Is there some sort of an odor problem? Like no, a I think it's fine. Decomposition. He's not, he's not gross. Like, I could kiss him. He's got it's a real. A bushy beard which may not just hold the head out you know it's like one of these you know, like you just hold the you hold the head like this you he's just... got whatever you know scandinavian delicacy got stuck he's got some pickled herring stuck in there <laughs> well he's um, not eating he's just a head he's just telling you well, not anymore he's not he's just telling you story he's just <laughs> I mean, hold maybe, it. maybe two weeks Are ago you holding he the head See, look, and you just, just go in for it not on camera. That ain't free. <laughs> That's a Patreon tier. That's another that. Patreon pay, tier. Okay. Kissing slimes. Um, um, you know what I mean? Like that's not bad. All that's, right. That's not a. It's he not has a, hor- he has horns, so just just watch your eyes when you're going. Yeah, just in, you know. Boop, like don't, right, don't get right in the. Well, you can control it. You're holding the head, so it's okay. You just manipulate. You're this in charge. Thing. You can you can rotate this yeah. head. You know how. I mean that could you be that to. could be good husband material. Just put put the head in a box when you're done. You see. You've upset in, me. In the, in the basement with the rabbit? It's, it's the rabid corollary. And yeah, you just put if the you, rabbit in like the mirror head. If it's acting up, just get out of here. No, I don't want to marry okay. it. Okay. It has no body. <laughs> so then you are marrying... I'm marrying Batman. Batman. <laughs> That's okay. He's fun. Batman's actually a pretty... He has a good personality. <laughs> he fun. does. Could be fun, yeah. He's funny. All right. He's. You know what? That's what a girl wants. You want to be... I want to laugh. Great. Okay? You don't really care. It just, just make me laugh. Into my golden years. It's not a bad day. All right. I feel good about my choices. Okay. Mine are pretty similar. It's a Mimir. Okay, what, yeah, what's the other one? Uh, the only other one is Cheshire from Bayonetta 3, which is the cat uh, um, that belongs to the uh, the new character. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to kiss Cheshire. Because who doesn't like kissing cats? It's kind of a weird it's cute. I mean, the cat, the cat may not like it. But. I'm going to scratch <laughs> the, your eyes right out. Uh, but that's what scratch I'm doing. So, so that leaves me with um, scratch fever. killing and um, marrying. Mamir or Batman? I'm going to get rid of Batman. I don't really? like... Got those crazy eyes. <laughs> Is it a bat? Yeah. I don't like it. That's all I have to say. There's <laughs> something <laughs> off-putting about that. Um, so I guess I'm marrying Mimir. I'm marrying a severed head. So now I can use, I can take my own advice and stuff him in a box. You just do the rabid methodology then. Right. Yeah. You can put him in a box. Right. And then just put him somewhere else. Exactly. He's easy I'm to taking contain. my own advice. Easy to contain. Yeah. You need to tell you stories. You can tell you like bedtime he is, stories. He is wise. Can I ask him he's, for some advice? He's seen a lot. Yeah, he can give me advice. That's good. Right. It's not terrible. It's not terrible life. Okay. All right. Villains. Um, we got some weird ones here. Okay. Um, option one mm. is, uh, Alma from Ninja Gaiden. No joke. One of the most frustrating bosses I have ever like fought ever. in a game. Yeah. I, th- 
I don't do a lot of controller throwing. I may have thrown so, the controller when it? I fought this boss, and I may have also quit the game because I couldn't beat her. Um, <laughs> got some interesting qualities to her, in addition to being a disgusting demon. Um, kind of hot. Got some some Bodhi ish. This is some Bodhi potential. Um, Balder from God of War. Oh, Balder. Balder himself, or. Damon Riccatello from No More Heroes. Oh, 3. Damon Riccatello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, he's got the he's got like the the Bluetooth. Oh God! He's got I, his little Bluetooth friend in right now. I'm just kill- <laughs> That is like the worst. That's a good personification of someone that I absolutely just truly dislike. You know his, his name. He is named after the former head of Electronic Arts, John Riccatello, yes. who Suda had uh, some issues with on one of his earlier games. <laughs> so he's just you know classic. Classic businessman, all I business. Hate it. I hate that. So like so that just bro thing on reflex. You're killing I'm, Damon on reflex, yeah. killing Damon. I can't stand him. But foo said he. I love you, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Damon. That trailer was so good. Foo. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, foo. I love you, Damon. <laughs> hey, Damon. Ew. All right. All right. Damon's gone. Damon's, Damon's off gone. the board. Damon's gone. So, um. Uh, I will... There's another real brambly beard situation with Balder here. Balder is... <clears throat> he might also talk talk you into getting, like, full body tattoos. I know. I, I was just looking at the yeah. tattoos and, and thinking about what he They're does. well done, though. They're very I well mean, he, done. I mean, he clearly... But he also is kind of... He clearly of like, knows a guy. He also is kind of a loose cannon. He's pretty wacky. He's yeah. wacky. Yeah. Like, he... He might... He might be a handful. Yeah. I'll just kiss him. I'll okay. kiss him. I'll meet him in that that ska bar, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. The ska bar? Yeah. And Why are like you going to a ska bar? That's where he is. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's where he is. Okay. With his like neck tattoo? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing like big bag voodoo daddy or something? Or something, like what? Yeah. What's going- I don't know. Why did you say a ska bar? I feel like he's got some tendencies. Drinking an that. IPA yeah. and like, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I guess if you dressed him up, he could. You right? <laughs> he could be. Do in you a not ska see band. it? He's playing trombone he's in the like ska trombone band. Trombone yeah. or something, or like he's got a black fedora. Yeah. And he's drinking IPAs in yeah. between sets. Exactly. Yeah. Can you see it? I, okay. I really got that vibe from him from that game. I don't know why. I'm like, why is he like? Why is he this person? <laughs> that is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I can't unsee it. I need to go off. Of I'm gonna kiss him in between the sets as he drinks. Uh, so that has left you uh, marrying um, disgusting uh, demon lady, demon lady Alma. Yeah, that's cool. Well, a wonderful life you two shall have together. I feel like she can teach me some stuff. <laughs> okay. I don't know what what they are. All right. But I'm willing to learn how to be a pest. Well, I already how know to, how to, how do to that. get under people's skin. I already know that. We'll get along great, actually. What a, what a duo you'll be. We'll get along great, honestly. Uh, great. Okay, here we go. Villains for you. Thor. Fat Thor from God of War. God of War Thor. God of War Thor. Thor. Got it. Um, Foo from <laughs> oh, No More Heroes. Oh, yeah. And Mundus from Devil May Cry. Mundus? Yes. I'll be honest, I'm not familiar with Mundus. Do you have some reference material? Yes, I will look him up. Uh, as you do that, Foo. I will consider Foo and, and Thor. Yes. Um, I'm going to marry Thor. Because again, going back to um, 
our conversation with beat-em-ups. Thor is part of Norse mythology, and Daddy's Got Money. Oh, Daddy's so, Got Money. Okay. Yes. I'm going to be lavishly living it up. And clearly, Thor's been living it up, too. This is Mundus. Yes. Uh, he looks like the guy from that show, The Shield, Mike, Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. That, that's a really good name for that character. Mundus. 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 Uh, well, I'm glad I didn't choose to marry Mundus. <laughs> um, so I've married Thor. Oh, look at this face. Look at this and I'm now a bajillionaire in my Swedish kroner bucks, um, which is g- great for me. Um, Daddy has money. I'm going to kill Mundus. <laughs> I just don't like the look in his eye. They're, they're glowing red. That's why I don't like they're it. They're very so, creepy. See you later, Mundus. He has the businessman like evil businessman look too, yeah you know so i guess that means i'm kissing foo it's not bad you can be like damon i'm trying to consider i love the, you damon i'm trying to consider the implications of this <laughs> so foo starts as like a little fuzzball and then yeah. he grows into so like a horrible monster like a pretty yeah yeah well hopefully it's not like you know it's an alien it's like what can you touch, like, what if his, his mouth like battery acid or something? Let's hope it's well, not fine. one of those situations. Well, I married the devil lady, so it's, <laughs> it's probably fine, right? Always entertaining. Kiss, marry, kill. <laughs> Never a dull Mundus. moment. Mundus, get out of here. <laughs> I don't know who yeah. Mundus is. I, I had to be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Um, okay. Mundus, though. There you go. Uh, on to the games we're playing. I say this might be a short what we're playing because we're in that kind of in-between period where we're just waiting for God of War. We're so waiting. You though, why don't we start with your big Persona 5 update? Whew. Let's start with that. I've been doing good. I'm in my first like true dungeon uh-huh. sequence. So I am um, now sort of past the initial like tutorial stuff that I talked about uh, yeah. where you're learning about, you know, you get a sense of the character. Right. I now have like a full sort of a full party as well. Mm. Uh, of different characters that I've... Can, can I ask a, a dumb question? Sure. Since I've never played a Persona sure. game. I have played a Shin Megami Tensei game, sure. though. And I know that I involves you recruiting enemies to your side. Do you do that? I know these series are related. It's sort of uh, in a different way. Mm. So when you fight the enemies, there is an option for you to like talk to them to steal yeah. their power. Okay. And then they become like alternate personas. You have to choose like the right thing to say. Yeah, you have to like have a conversation. Right. Yeah, and there, there's like weaknesses and okay. strengths based right. on. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's and, familiar. And then you have all these different personas, and you can actually like fuse them together to to create like new personas. Yeah. And then they will give you like different skills, which is actually pretty. The battle, I mean, like the whole battle system, the whole thing with like the personas and how that adds to your each of your characters, um, like how you do that is like very very deep. So sometimes I'm like a little bit overwhelmed, like, yeah. but it doesn't, doesn't seem like I have to like fully do every single thing all the time, which is good because then you can sort of like pick and choose what right. you want to focus on. But yeah, I, so now I have like sort of a full party. I have, um, you know, characters that I've been getting to know through the story and the mission that I have is, is very clear what. Uh, what I need to do. So I'm in like a sort of a, a dungeon, quote unquote. Um, and, you know, the, the dungeons are pretty interesting. It, it certainly is like very different than like the slice of life I'm at school and meeting my friends and living in a coffee shop and things are happening. Yeah. Um, sort of side of the game. Um, the dungeons are definitely more like traditional, like you're, you know, beating enemies and solving puzzles and um, 
getting like finding chests and like it's very almost like a Zelda dungeon. Yeah. Like there's sort of like puzzles and things like that to 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 get to the boss. Um, I think I'm getting pretty close to the boss fight, so I'm kind of excited to see what a first boss fight will feel like okay. and how that will. So far, the the enemies have not given me too much trouble. There's definitely different ways um, that you can go about it. You can like sneak past them. You can ambush them if you want to take them down. Um, you know, so there's sort of different methods of of getting getting through the dungeon, which I really like. Um, and yeah, the game continues to be like amazing. Like it's super interesting. The story is really good. Story is really dark though, and mm. I kind of. Like I, I kind of I kind of knew that a little bit, but it got dark really fast, and there's some stuff that happens that was like truly kind of shocking in the beginning of the game. So it's like in the Xenoblade Chronicles Three mold, where it's not holding back. Oh, <coughs> topics, this game is rated M. Topic so. wise, yeah this 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 one's pretty heavy. Like yeah. it's it's not the best, but but you do feel the sense of like like I'm gonna set this right by by like doing this this quest that I'm on kind of thing. Okay. Because it's like, it's really kind of hard to see what ha- what's going on yeah. with, this, with this game and these characters. It's like really, really sad. So, um, so yeah, yeah, I, I've been, I've been playing. It's been great. Hmm. I, I wanna, like it. I want to go back to my question to you from last week, which is, is there anything that just seems like frustrating or irritating that over the course of all these hours could really get on your nerves? I, I think the only thing is that just there's a lot to do. Sure. So it's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Not in a tedious way, but in a way where you maybe feel like if you're not doing... Like, I, I do get the sense sometimes where I'm like, am I missing something? Oh, sure. Should I be focused on more focused on this? Or should I read that prompt a little bit more carefully? Mm-hmm. But there's it's like so much coming at you yeah. that you're like can't really like absorb all of this info okay so i'm just gonna like go with the stuff that's naturally interesting for me to do to do those things but yeah i don't think there's anything that feels like it would like grind at you okay or anything like that um in the dungeons you know again this is my first one like it's it's pretty clear what you have to do you don't i don't feel like i'm i'm getting like frustrated yeah um there's like a map, so it's not like you're just like wandering around or something like that. The puzzles don't seem that bad. The enemies are not like super obnoxious. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. For hmm. for now, at least, it seems like it's pretty it's pretty good. But it is a lot. It's like yeah. very involved. Like there's like tons to right, just a million things to do. And are you st- still thinking you're gonna double off on this when God of War's out? I think so. Cause wow. I can play it in bed. Okay. So I'll just do both. Great. Um, we have both still been playing Marvel Snap. Oh my gosh, Marvel Snap. Now, I saw you, you either like retweeted or commented on some tweet that was like, this is, this is a game of the year option. And I want, I I need to know how serious you are about this. I'm kind of serious. Oh. Like, this game really, again, was such a surprise. Right. Like, I don't think any game has really, uh, with the exception of Pokemon Unite, has captured me in this way. A mobile game. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Where, or like a game that I, I typically don't have an interest in, like that kind of gameplay. Like ca- the card games, I'm like, fine, whatever. I'm, yeah. I've never been super into that genre. Um, and definitely not like on mobile. Right. But it kind of had that same feeling where like, you know, Pokemon Unite was like, I don't have really that much of an interest in like MOBA games or whatever. But all of a sudden, like this game sort yeah. of 
made it accessible in a way or whatever, like it made it interesting in a way where right. it like super captured you. Right. Um, and I, I truly was like, I'm just going to play this game. I'll just dab. It's like a free game. Who cares? Yeah. Like can't hurt, you yeah. know, dabble for a couple of days and probably fall off. But I'm like obsessed with it. Mm. Like I play like hours a day now, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. Right. And it continues to, I don't know. It, it, it's like, it's, done in a, such a good way where it has a great pattern for you to like get better at kind of like Pokemon Unite where yeah. it's like very samey but you feel like you can improve um strategically and then like they they have like these like fresh little campaigns or um updates to keep it feeling like they're always going to be like updating it yeah. or, and making it feel new and with these new features and stuff so I don't know it feels like feels like a good good solid hmm. contender we're both past, I think last week we were like, we were complaining like, oh, we're just fighting bots. Yeah. I think we're both past Oh, I'm that way mostly. past the bots. Because yeah. I cannot. Now you're losing. <laughs> again, to make the comparison. You thought we were esports material. I know. Now I'm like stuck between level like 20 and 21. Uh, like I just can't. I would get to like the very edge of 21 and yeah. then like I would lose. Yeah. And like it would go back down. So I just need to like break out of my... I just need to break out of that. Yeah, yeah. It's hard though now. These people are good. Yeah, it's Who definitely getting people? trickier. I'm not paying attention to that rank so much because <clears throat> it doesn't seem to really get you much. Yeah. We did learn a bit about like the progression of the cards. It seems like the cards are broken into like three big pools. Right. So once you get everything in pool one, which is mostly random how you get it, you move right. on to pool two and then you start getting those cards at random. Right. <laughs> Which probably makes it That's easier. That's why we were getting like different cards. Right. In the beginning. Right. Yeah. So that probably makes it easier for the game to match you up against people who are getting the same cards, which is smart. Right. The thing I'm really surprised at is I'm still running into new locations mm -hmm. that I haven't seen. Oh, yeah. And those are fun because they totally change up the game. Exactly. And the strategic implications. Right. And then they have like location features of like the week or something like that. Right. So it's like where you'll this see it week more often. you'll see it more often. Like right. the cloning vats or whatever <laughs> right, right, were right. Like, was like the feature over the last couple of days, right. which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Now, did you buy Captain America? Yes. $2.99. So did I. And then I was mad because after that, I got a different Captain America. I got blue Captain Blue or whatever. I thought this was the only way to get Captain I know, America. Like, I know. No, you can just get Captain America by playing. It's whatever. It's only three dollars. Only three dollars. Glad, and I've been playing the game, the game so yes, much. We exactly. should support it. I, I mainly not, bought it to support them. I did yeah. not buy this new battle pass though. This I like Spider-Man Spider one because it's like it. I don't really like what you get out of it. I don't. Really if they, either. if depending, I really want a Captain America. <laughs> it seems like they cycle through those battle passes pretty quickly. Pretty easy. So yeah, I would be open to buying one of those if they had cards that I liked. But like really like this yeah. one. I'm, I'm not super. Do you have a, into a favorite new card that you've been using a lot or rotating into your deck? A card I like that is not super powerful or anything but it, it just kind of like aggravates the other player is yondu oh because it destroys <laughs> who's from guardians of the galaxy yeah. and he's got that little air that floating arrow so basically when you play yondu he will destroy a random card out deck. of the other person's deck yeah. your deck's only 12 cards so yeah so like it's that, kind of a big deal it's kind of a big deal yeah Right, so it can change up it can like it change up like how they're yeah. to progress it's like i'm probably times. i'm probably not winning the game because of Yondu, but I do like playing that card. You're such a <laughs> My favorite one, so right now, is um, Spider-Woman. Oh, she's good, yeah. She's good because she basically, when you reveal her, she will zap everybody um, on the opposing right. side down, down, down one. Down a point, right. So, like, 
it's always fun to play her. You get her towards the end too. So it's like that person's like stacked four cards right. in that set. And you're like, you think you're so smug. Right. You think that you're going to win this location. You think you got a hands down and you play that card and it totally like, zaps Right, them. right. Um, that one's pretty good yeah. too. The card that I, the, everybody gets like right when you start that I thought I would have moved past, but I haven't is the Hulk. Oh and yeah. Obviously I like the Hulk, but I like the, the Hulk, Hulk has no special attributes it's at all. Just it's just 12, 12 points. 12 points. Yeah. Could be a ringer, Which, though. I haven't really seen a lot of cards that match up that amount of points. Right, So, right. like, I, I, if I get that, I'll always play it in the last turn to, like, turn the tides on somewhere on, where I was iffy. Somewhere, or, like, somewhere that you feel like. It's like, wow, yeah. this is still pretty useful. And the animation when you play Hulk is yeah, always cool. the best. It's, like, super, right. like, you know, it feels, like, very... Powerful, right, right, right. Which is really fun. I got yeah. the morph card too recently, which mm, is kind of fun. Yeah, that one is. It, it has um, zero power, but then it like morphs into a card in your right. opponent's deck. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, what cards do they have in there? I'm really <laughs> curious. Like, I I keep hoping that I'm gonna randomly get matched to you. That'd oh, be that would really be funny. Fun, but I don't I think that's gonna yet. happen. Though. Yeah, I haven't yet. That would be cool. Um, I wish we could play with friends. That would be awesome. I hope. Yeah, that we, they, we looked that up. That's not in the game yet. I hope that they. I'm do sure. That I'm sure they will the add future. that in some update and make a big deal about it. Yeah, yeah. that would be really cool. I would love to yeah. play with friends. Uh, last thing for me is I finished Mario and Rabbids. Yay! Uh, last night. How did so, you like the ending? That was great. I thought the last boss was really good. It's fun, right? And um, the ending was very nice, and I enjoyed settling in for some. 30-minute Ubisoft credits where they include <laughs> I just, literally I everybody. I stand up yeah. and then I just let <laughs> it play back. on the ah. like, I think I was like watching TV or something. Yeah. yeah. So I don't really have too much more to say than that, but yeah. that was a but good, the ending very, was very, really very good, good. I, yeah. I thought it was such a good game too and I was so, like again, I was so impressed with the ending because it just like, it like pulled the whole game together, all yeah. the characters together right. in that really right. fun way and like really let you see like kind of like the breadth of the game. Right. Like so that you have one last... One last chance to like see that before the game ends. Right. But that was really smart. Right. So they have um, talked about some of the DLC they're doing. Yeah. And the version of the game that we got has all the DLC included. So so exciting. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll probably go back to that at some point as well. Everybody talks about for the first game, the Donkey Kong DLC being like better than the main game. Yeah. I I never, I didn't play that. I didn't play it. I wouldn't beat the first game. It was so hard. Yeah. So I have high hopes for the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, in like December or something like that's a good thing to go back to. And, now that you've uh, finished playing, do you have a spot in your head for, don't tell me what it is, but do you have a spot in your head for where it falls on your game of the year list? Oh, you're trying to get this sneakily out of me now? No. I just uh, wanted to I know have been you, keeping, you've been thinking I've been it. keeping a running list of my games of the year. Um, okay. I won't tell you where it is, no. But you, you do have a, for yourself, you do have a decision made of where it's going to land. Well, there's still, I mean, God of War we haven't played. Right. Pokemon we haven't played. Right. But there's still, still, there's, there's still, still only a couple left. I don't know where things are going yet. You don't know. I don't have a clue. That's what I want to Or do I need to tell you this now? I just want to know. Well, what are you doing? I'm not telling you. Exactly. And you <laughs> Marvel should snap keep it to yourself. Everything. Marvel Snap, Sweep. 1 through 10. Sweet. Bodhi, Marvel Snap, this card. There is some Bodhi in Marvel Snap. <laughs> there is? Oh, I, don't, I need to get White those Queen? cards. I don't have that card. Gosh, I'm She's missing out. Posing is <laughs> spot on. Like those heels? Come on. Oh. Okay. Anything else you're playing? Um, no. By the time those are the only by two. the time we record next week, we have some great God of War. Then it's gonna be like the Elden Ring updates, where it's like every week you'll get the God. Well, this of War game is update. not. I don't think this game is as long as Elden Ring. But I mean, you will, you guys will get it though. Like I think at, towards the end, maybe there's a little bit of like fatigue. I don't but, know. But um, I don't care. I'm still gonna yeah. talk about it. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm excited. I can't yeah. wait. It's the it's God of War season. As he is. It is. It's, as getting, it... it's getting cold. The game, oh. I mean, it looks like it's freezing in that game. I love it. So, I think it's, it's just perfect yeah. for the November the November time frame. Like right. It's really it's the perfect Thanksgiving game that we'll be hopefully kind of keeping pace with each other yeah. on. We posted a video that was borderline clickbait, which was our God of War review. Which was, just, which was just 10 seconds of you posing with the axe. And people didn't seem that mad about it. I think people were like, wow, that's a cool axe. Great axe. Yeah. The review is, this axe is cool and I'm sure the game is cool. <laughs> that's the review. <laughs> we don't have a code. We don't yeah. know. High hopes, We don't though. get anything, High hopes. no. Um, <laughs> we have another sponsor. We do. This Time. is a good one. Yeah. HelloFresh. Thank you for sponsoring Woo-hoo! this episode of HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Yeah. Um, what a great place uh, to talk about HelloFresh in an episode where we talked about curry. We have been using it. Yes. There is Now that we are in this time of year, mm-hmm. there is one thing that is really great about HelloFresh, which is... You don't want to go to the grocery store? This time of yeah. year. It's already started now. I don't it's know why. It's kind of crazy right now, isn't it? You get these rookies going into. The, it's always like the old man with the with like the, <laughs> the the written on a piece of paper list, just looking bewildered. He might like have like his wife or somebody on like speakerphone. Like what <laughs> you needed? What kind of salted, unsalted butter? It's like get out of my way, buddy. <laughs> oh, I know no. what I want. You're weighing me down. So none yeah. of that with HelloFresh. Yeah, that's true. You can definitely save a lot of time. A lot of yes. Probably you're short on time around the holiday season. Yes. So it's actually really nice to have. Some of your weekday meals may be taken care of with HelloFresh. Um, my favorite thing about HelloFresh is just the variety of uh, recipes they have. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I get into a cooking rut, as mm, I like to call it, where yes. I'm just like cooking the same stuff over right. and over again. I love um, HelloFresh because you can like search the recipes, and sometimes I'm like, I've never made this before. Yeah. And I, and, but I don't. I'm too like, I'm too nervous to go and try to like get all these ingredients. Right. Like that's. And then you have like a lot left over yeah. or you waste a right. lot of it, if, especially with like spices and stuff. So it's really nice that it's like pre-proportioned recipes. Um, More than 35 recipes every week yeah. to choose from. Yes. And so much variety. Right. And um, I love that it gets me out of my cooking mm-hmm. rut, which is awesome. Yeah. And we've been using it. We made some really great stuff. Yeah. So yeah. We're absolutely. very glad to have HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash KitChrista65 and use code KitChrista65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash KitChrista65 and use code KitChrista65 for 65% off plus free shipping. 65 is the key number. 65%. Right. That is a lot of percent. That's a lot. Presents. That's a big one. Link is here, obviously in the description below as right. well. Get your discounts. Okay. News. Uh, it is news time. We've got two PlayStation stories here. Mm. Um Finally got some launch details for PlayStation VR. Ooh, that is a pricey. For the PS5. So let's go through this. Pricey thing. It's going to cost $549. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's going to be out February 22nd yeah. next year. Pre-orders are beginning on November 15th, so that's really soon. And they say there will be more than 20 games in the launch lineup. Are you getting this? No. <laughs> no. That is so expensive. Yeah. And also... Yeah, and then and, and that's assuming that you already have 
You have to right. You have to have a PS5 too. Right. So so that's like over. I mean, you're going to be thousand. about a thousand dollars considering you know getting a couple games yeah. to start with. It's about a thousand dollars to get into to get VR. into like VR. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, I, I don't think there's any sort of game that would push me over the edge to spend that much. Resident Evil. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's just not not worth it. You know. Yeah. For me, I mean, at least. people. People really like the first PlayStation VR. Yeah, um, I've heard really good things about again, it. Again, my VR experience is, as again, VR? famously limited to Labo VR, <laughs> so I wouldn't know. Um, I feel like maybe they noticed with P the PS4 yeah. VR, there's like, people like this, but it's a very niche group it's a niche that market, wants it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, just... and it's, it's still, VR has not become mainstream yet. No. So maybe they're just like, all right, well, we're just gonna really, this is gonna be our target audience. They're probably going to be willing to pay a little bit more because they're really into it, and, and they, they just really want like that it. like really good experience. Right, right. Sometimes you do have to pay premium for that. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I kind of appreciate that they are not like what's well, like. Well, we're not going to do normal games anymore because we're going all in on VR. It's like right. we're going to try and make these couple ecosystems work. And and also I think like they can they're, do it. they're probably different enough where they can do that. Right. And it's it's good that they're not watering down, like either or. Yeah like at the expense of either or you know right. what i mean so that's that's kind of nice because then then you end up with that weird situation where it's like well the people that like the vr are not getting what they want because it's like a super watered down system yeah and the people that don't want to play vr is like kind of forced into something they don't want to do mm -hmm. so maybe that's a good strategy i mean it's obviously not for me but i love to hear from people that are super into playstation vr and yeah. like tell me you know your your arguments for like why you would be happy to pay this amount for it, you know? Again, I, I never met a person who had the original PSVR. And that it was who, bad. Who was not like all in on it. Right, right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, they also had, uh, Sony had their financials, um, which were pretty straightforward except for this point, um, that they had lost 1.9 million PlayStation Plus subscribers since they launched the new tiers. Right. A few months ago. But um, the revenue from PlayStation Plus was up 10%. Because probably the new tiers. Because those yeah. cost more. Uh, and then for comparison, Game Pass is currently at 25 million subscribers. So I think I think I forgot to mention here, I think PlayStation Plus had about like 50-ish. So about twice as much as, as Game Pass. So Oh, wow. Okay. They're still, I mean, they're still doing Fine. great, but you never yeah. want to see the number go down. But the revenue is up. So like, what is... I guess well, they not... had some, they, they, they were citing some like weird, they're like, well, the pandemic's not as bad as it was. So people are going outside. That's a weird excuse. There's fewer big third party games. Like all of their reasons didn't really make a lot of sense. I'm sure it was just to so, sort of lessen the blow of the, yeah. the numbers going down. But like, should they not, should they care as long as the revenue is up? Because it sounds like they may have lost some people, but more people have moved to the mm. higher tiers, so like who cares? I wonder if there's some people at the base tier who are just like, I don't play that many online games. I'm not really into the mm. free games. That, the free games at, the, at that tier are kind of iffy at this point. Yeah. So there, there are some whatever. nice games at those higher tiers. I'm just not willing to pay that much for it. Yeah. I have the base tier. I think you have it too, right? I have the higher tier now. You do? I moved up when they first oh. launched it. Well, tell me about I it. I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the one with all the retro games? Yes. Have you tried those? No. What? What are you doing? <laughs> I have no time. 
time. Oh, but I'm then why did you to, get it? I don't know. I was like, I thought in my head that I wanted. You got I, suckered. I totally did get suckered. Oh. I'm like, this sounds great. <laughs> Wow, that's hilarious. Why is that hilarious? <laughs> I don't know. I told you that I was going to do For that. For the longest time, you didn't even have PlayStation Plus. I know. You're like, I don't need this at all. I didn't have PlayStation Plus or Game Pass, but then I upgraded both to like the highest tier <laughs> for no reason. For no reason except that wow. I just wanted to have it. Um, okay, well, great great for you making that 10%. I canceled Netflix as a way to, oh, good. to, to even out my monthly bills, all right. you see. Great. More gaming. Bills, 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 bills. Bills, bills, bills. As uh, Beyonce said. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to... I, that, that lower tier could use a little sweetener. Because it's still $50 a month. It's not nothing. It's not nothing, yeah. And I mean, if you compare that to, like, the NSO $50, like the deluxe tier, you yeah. do get a lot more in the NSO yeah, tier. Yeah, I think I use the NSO I mean, pe- actually I mean, people, more than people the... really rag on NSO, and there are reasons to do that, but you do get a lot of stuff. I mean, you have to have it for think, like these online I, I games. I think the though. value proposition for the base PlayStation Plus maybe could use. Well, that's probably why they're something. losing some subs there. Right, but, right. You know. Um, what can you do? Nintendo has announced its big Black Friday offer. Oh my gosh, the offer! And it is the exact same thing that it's been since the beginning say, of time. I was going to say it's the, the most <laughs> yeah. surprising offer ever. The year. Is 2079. The Earth is in a smoldering rub pile of rubble. But Nintendo has announced its Black Friday bundle ends this. It is exactly <laughs> this. It's exactly again. This. Yes. So this was so funny because when we were there, Black Friday is a huge deal. Oh my gosh, Nintendo it's like loves months. Black Friday. Every every company that sells something loves Black Friday because you. You are going to sell a lot of your thing. It's going to sure. be like your highest individual day of sales. And there's always like some some like sales record that needs right. to be considered broken. And, blah blah blah. Every year, you know, Nintendo would have some offer, and there would always be a much more aggressive offer from like Sony or Xbox, and yeah. people would feel bad. It's like, mm, oh, we didn't. We like... really need to learn our lessons, and we really need to change up what we're doing to be more aggressive because people want value people want deals on black friday this is the last time we're not making this mistake again right and yet they've they've trotted this out like seven consecutive years exactly <laughs> it's like why bother well i mean it does sell out so i mean it they is still have these how many of them exist and where are they yeah. is some like factory somewhere just has like i don't know millions upon millions upon millions of mario kart deluxe Got to get those switch bundles. We got we to juice these Mario Kart numbers. They don't need to juice we the Mario juice Kart them. numbers. They're juiced. We got to get them up. They're juiced. Um, so, again, I, I, I'm I'm sure they'll have that same meeting the day after oh, the they Thanksgiving will. break they'll Monday. Absolutely have that. It's like, same well, meeting. we did okay, but next year we can do better. Yeah. we just need to be more well, aggressive. Th- there's gonna be that graph where they compare yeah. the other bundles. Right. The other I'm, I'm had. not following these deals closely. I'm sure there's going to be some crazy cheap like Xbox Series S. There's definitely gonna that's going to that's going to sell gangbusters. Yeah. And people are like, oh, we should have done that. <laughs> oh darn it! <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we having the same conversation? Maybe we should announce the Black Friday bundle next year before them. Like November. <laughs> this was announced on November fourth. On funny. November like second, right. we'll announce it. Well, that was the other funny thing is like there were always like. Again, months of planning. Like, what is the date? What is the strategic date that we're going to pick oh, on the, the calendar? Oh, the strategic date, yes. And then the thing would always leak. Yeah, and because before, it's, it's like, it's like oh, the Walmart, you know. The gift pam- guide, the, the pamphlet. The gift guard leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, my, my months of planning. It's like, it didn't matter in the first place. 
<laughs> and leaks. We're going to be talking about that soon. Um, oh my gosh, we're totally going to do that next year. Let's pre-announce it for Nintendo. Look out for our Black Friday. I mean, we should Nintendo probably just announce it today. We'll announce it's, it today. It's a sure thing. In November, on November 2023, it's going to be a Mario yeah. Kart Deluxe Switch bundle. By the way, guys. Gosh. Yeah, that's too funny. You found this last story here. Why don't you get this started off? Yeah, this? this is not a fun story by any uh, means, but... Um, I hadn't heard this until you put this here. Oh, really? No, I Yeah, I saw several articles on this, but um, the one of the developers for Final Fantasy XVI, um, Noki Yoshida, had a very long sort of answer about why they're not black characters in Final Fantasy XVI, and it was literally the world's most terrible answer ever. Have you read I did. Answer? I did read it, and I had to laugh. <laughs> It, it's ridiculous. It is absolutely, it's like a terrible, ridiculous answer. To summarize, basically, it's like, we want to stay true to like the fantasy era, of the medieval times. Was like, well, this, is, this, is, this is a fantasy game, but it's based on medieval, medieval Europe. Medieval Europe. Yeah, so we can't have that. Right. It's which, like, well, you also have dragons and bunny ladies and all yeah. sorts of other things. And also, so. that time in medieval, medieval Europe, I think there were black people. Right. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, it just, it, it kind of reminded me of some of the conversations that we yeah. have a lot with, uh, localization teams right. and even our own developers right. in Japan about sort of these kinds of topics. And sometimes it's very much like, I always appreciated the Nintendo localization team because they would be very proactive in getting in front of this yes. stuff and, and helping to educate the developers right. on a lot of these things that yeah. sometimes... It's kind of like that situation. It's like you don't know what you don't know. That's where I was. Right. I, like the way that that response was written. Right. I wonder if like when he was getting asked that, he was like, we completely didn't even think of that. Exactly. <laughs> and now I'm making up on the, fl exactly. on the fly. This That's why answer. I was, it reminded me of a lot of those conversations yeah. that we would have like almost like right. education yeah, yeah, yeah. for those situations right. with developers. Like, hey, have you thought about this? Right. This is going to come up. <laughs> or like, have you thought about that? Um, it just didn't seem like that was in consideration yeah. at all. And then it led to this like really just awful, mm -hmm. like tone deaf, like uneducated response. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is going to change the, you know, trajectory of the game or anything like that, yeah. but probably not. I'm sure it won't. Um, well, it's just unfortunate. Like yeah. in this, you know, in this day and age, yeah, like, we, sh we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be here, but here we are. Um... Onto our questions. Yes. And onto this big discussion uh, of leaks. We should say every question we get comes right, from our great right. Patreon we subscribers. Honestly, have such smart Patreon subscribers. They every always... week, I have I have no trouble finding a dozen no. wonderful questions. They always ask such intelligent questions that really um, I really appreciate. Right. But yeah, we're, let's talk about this. This and, is a really uh, good one. I'm oh, just gonna say every week we do a bonus Q and A as yeah. well with uh, about twelve additional questions, including some very, spicy topics. We had a very spicy topic. For example, last week we had a question about uh, a certain image of Luigi in a tennis outfit, which you gave a very uh, great response to. That was so interesting. If that sounds like it's up your alley, that's available. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Kit and Crystal. Oh, man. But our first Spicy. question is from Turbocharge Nerd. Our new superstar. Our new superstar, in fact. Nintendo seems to be paranoid about leaks. Why is that? They seem to be more paranoid than most companies. Do leaks negatively impact sales? Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are destined to leak, but will still sell millions. I think by the time, I think as of now, like those games are starting to leak. Oh yeah, like literally the leak is happening. <laughs> right, right, right. Right, this week, right now. Um, yeah. 
So, I mean, you know, when we were working there, it was, it was such a, like, not even up for debate. It's like, leaks are the end of the world. Yeah. So, I think now it's good for us to have a perspective and really talk about, like, what is the actual impact, impact of a leak. Right. I think right. we should also, like, specify, like, the type of leak we are talking about. Right, right. I'm thinking mostly of, like, information leaks. Not, right. not like, a game, like, a full, like, game code Leak. Yeah. Those yeah. are bad. <laughs> game code leaks are, I think that is absolutely detrimental right. to That's a different sales thing. Right. because then you could just like, you know, right. pirate that right. or whatever. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, yeah we're that, talking about information. We're leak. talking about leaks like that. You know, we talk about a lot about embargoes. Right. Um, but like, you know, yes, game information leaking before right. the plan. Right. So let's, let's go right to his question, which is do leaks negatively impact sales? What do you think? I honestly don't think they do. I don't think they do either. I think that, yeah, if a game, you know, it's kind of funny because it's like that stupid phrase that people used to say like back in the day. It's like, all PR is good PR right. or whatever. It's so stupid. But like it kind of has like a kernel of truth right. to it where people are already like really hyped for something. Right. And I don't think like them learning more about it, right. just not on your specified date, would change their mind yeah. about... information is information. Buying or not buying right. this game, you know? Yeah. I, if anything, I think it makes people more excited about it if they're already excited. I, I don't think that changes your trajectory right. of like, oh, that character is coming to Pokemon, then I'm definitely not buying this game. There have been times where, like, there's more, to, more information to something that right. does not come out with the leak which can create a headache in trying to get people to understand the yeah. full story. But again, I don't think it is hurting. I don't think there's anybody who's like, well, I'm not buying this now. Exactly. Because of this. Right. So right. Exactly. It's a, that's a really interesting starting point because, again, it was like a true end-of-the-world oh scenario. Gosh. And, like, there were times where we, it, people would acknowledge, like, the confidentiality is more important than having, like, strong marketing for exactly. something. Exactly. So yeah. there's, like, all these things which we could do that we're not going to do that would be effective because we don't want to risk some sort of a leak. Right, right. And I think we should also maybe talk a little bit about Nintendo's response to sort of, like, that response to leaks was really all hinged back to this idea of maintaining this element of surprise right. and delight right. which they love to say but so it, it was at all costs to preserve that mm -hmm. for for the entire company to your point like to the point of like not doing actual like business things right. or marketing things that would actually increase actual sales because of the the need to preserve that surprise mm -hmm. so it's almost working in opposite in opposition to you know, driving towards like sales. Right. And what was really interesting was like the company's like mindset about this element of surprise. Like, I don't even think that they thought that the element of surprise was linked to like making money or making sales. Yeah. It was just this need to like control how you would respond to the information that they're sharing, mm -hmm. which is really weird now that I've taken a step out of the, the, the whirlpool of never leaking anything. Mm -hmm. And if anything, and something leaks and you might lose your job, kind of that kind of stress. Right. Like when you take yourself out of that and you really think about it from like, well, the whole point of marketing is for, to get people who didn't know about the game to know about the game, to buy the game. Right. right? That's like distilled down right. the, the very simple goal. So like, why was it that this element of surprise was so important to them, you know? There's, um, 
a, a journalist that we used to work with said something that I thought was really interesting. I'm not going to say who it was because I want to have them on as a guest. Maybe we can ask them about it later. But they said, <laughs> okay. they said, Nintendo always strikes me as a very type A company. Mm-hmm. Which means like things that are not done to the exact specification yeah. just aggravate them. Exactly. Yeah. And it's true. Like one of the kind of mantras that we would always be given was like excellence and execution. Oh gosh, everything, that was the worst. Everything must be perfect or it's a failure and you're a yes. failure too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of pressure. So mm-hmm. I think that's just like if, if it's not done to if it's not done this way, then it, it stinks. It's wrong. It's it wrong. wrong. And it's yeah, yeah and, and everybody must apologize and deep bow and yeah, be and, and be shamed. Yeah. Right, right. I should say, like, you know, so who are the victims in leaks? I think the, the developers are the victims. Yeah, but are they really the victims? Because, again, if their game sales are not impacted, right. they're only the victims because they victimized themselves. Because someone else has told them and brainwashed them into thinking mm. that if this information comes out one day earlier than what we said the date was, right. your game was a failure. Mm. So it's like the same kind of shaming that they did to all of us. So that's kind of interesting, right? right? Cuz sometimes I think about the developers like sure, they they of course want the the I think from from their perspective, they want the player to have the best experience mm-hmm. with the game. And I think for them it's more about like spoilers. Right. Like that's what we were seeing with right. the God of War stuff, right? right. It's like, right. well, all the spoilers are out. So mm-hmm. now like this poor person who wanted to have that, you know, wanted to remain pure and play this game right. and have that experience, like they don't get to have it anymore. Right. I think that that is a sad thing for a developer because you work so hard to have yeah. that. But like the idea of it leaking, you know, days earlier or or not the timing, that that's also like a construct that was not that actually doesn't matter. It's right. like it was like a construct that someone else put in place. Mm-hmm. So that's I think, kind of I think interesting. they I think they deserve the right to have the game presented in the way that they want. And again, there are times where the full story or the full scope of something doesn't come out sure. in a leak. I just think like the whole like mentality around this is the end of the world yeah. was not productive. No. And was not again, it's like when you're you're working on this marketing plan or whatever, you don't you don't want it to leak. But the fact that it did, it does not mean we again, we all need to go into code red and, you know, flagellate ourselves for a month straight. Right, right. And the other thing that's really unfortunate is that every single time that it happened, it made the next thing harder to work on. Right. And you could do less. Yeah. Every it, single time you would be it was like you had like a a, a finite right. you know, bowl of marbles. And every right. single time it leaked, you took a marble out. Yeah. At at what point do you have zero marbles? You know? There was one thing that I worked on that was mega, mega confidential that I was kind of like the hub for. And, you know, normally I would be working with all these different people from all these different functions to make this announcement. And it was basically like, this is so confidential. You have to do all of these like half dozen things. It's like, like, I actually don't know how to do some of these things. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't do this is my job. I don't know. I don't do this. Yeah. They're like, well, you're just going to have to do it. It's like, this is actually more risky than bringing in the person who knows how to do the thing. Because I could mess it up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Again, it's like who's the joke on? Or like the <laughs> kind of Smash mentality? stuff that I was working on. Yeah, where I would sit in a literally a room of twenty people. We would sit in a room for a weekly right. meeting, and I would cagely have to tell them like, so the next character, some of you know and some of you don't, right. will come out on a date that some of you know and some of you don't. Yeah, and. We have plans <laughs> that some of you know about and some of you don't. Yeah, and if you know about these plans, then. 
you know what to do, right? right? And if you don't know about these plans, then don't worry about it. But then that that was literally the meeting. Like, mm -hmm. how is that productive for marketing this game? Yeah. You know? And it always felt like it was a losing battle because, you know, just the way these things work and, you know, the timelines for the way products get out, it's like there were some things that just felt destined to leak. Yeah. And it, but it was like, we would never acknowledge that. And we right. would always try. And our, fail. And, and fail to stick to whatever well, you, the you plan was. Well, you would try was. knowing that you would fail too. Right. And then knowing the consequences of failure. Right. So it's like, you're just like marching towards the guillotine kind of thing. Like, right. What, why would you do, like your whole team is just like, let me, let me just march off to, to die on this hill. Right. You know? right so it right. kind of sucked. So I think, I, I'm not like, I'm not suggesting like complete anarchy is the solution. <laughs> Like I think, I think it's good Just to have. Kidding. I think it's good to have a plan and, and yeah, you know aim yeah, to do course. that. But again, I think the whole end of the world mentality yeah. is counterproductive. Truly. a morale killer. Yeah, because it's like everybody gets blamed too. Yeah, it's like who did? Did you, did you do it? Why'd you do it? Tell or me why like, I did it. Like, How'd you do it? Absolutely the media. Yeah, it's absolutely the it's, like it's, it's the creators. I'm like it's really not. Yeah. but okay. That, this I mean, this can... like witch hunt would always happen. Yeah, it was definitely before all the information happened. And again, it's like you would be punished whether you did it or not. Yeah. And I think the other big change is this idea of, of you know, maintaining the element of surprise for the sake of maintaining the element of surprise. Right. And having that. That's the type A mentality. Yeah. Having that be like the sort of the end all be all right. to all of your decision making just doesn't seem. That's the same thing as like going to a sound. diner and sending back your toast because it's like one shade too light. Right. It's the same thing. Exactly. It's madness. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like it's not sustainable for the right. for like your business. Right. You know, and like if you like I, I would say that when we left Nintendo, it had gotten so bad. Like it had continued to get worse. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things where it was on like sort of a bad trajectory. And I just really hope that, you know, it doesn't continue to get bad for I mean, obviously yeah. for the poor people that are still working there, but also like I feel like it, it does go back to you, you know, the company not doing the right, making the right decisions because they're so worried about that control right. element. Of right, it, right. You know? So it's kind of a so. nuanced topic that we're clearly traumatized by. <laughs> but I mean, think of, so like a counter, a counter argument to this is like, you know, the Mario movie reveal. <laughs> it's like there was some stuff that leaked that was coloring people's perception of what this was. Mm hmm before they saw the full picture in that trailer. Yeah. I think that's an example of a leak not being very helpful because people were mm -hmm. jumping to conclusions and like freaking out. Yeah. Like, oh, why does, why does Mario's face look like that? Or I don't know. Well, this is again, see that would have been, a better decision would have been to just get the information out as early as possible. Right. But they were so, probably yeah. so much in their like little brain there, of control. Yeah. There are ways to. So they did it to themselves. There are ways to avoid the leak zone. Yeah, you can that never, they refuse to do. Right. Right. There's a lot of times we where we had like told them like, hey, let's try to bundle the stuff, get it out earlier, right. so you don't get into the situation. And they were like, no, we don't right. care. That's which was kind of like the Ubisoft Assassin's Creed show that we saw, and there have been yeah. other examples recently where they seem to be getting ahead of leaks. Right. So right. That, I mean, if that's there's your, a way to do it. If that's your goal, then that's that's an effective way to do it. It's just right. like get it all out there super early. Yeah, just get it out there so people don't speculate. Yeah, that's a that's in, with in the age of social media and the internet like why not right. you know that's like sort of the trend right so anyways well there is a way i think to we agree it. on the on the do, do they negatively impact sales not no real, not really no so and yes yeah. these games that are destined to sell millions will yeah. sell millions beyond that a lot of nuance and i'm sure opinions on that yeah exactly
Uh, Captain Alex, who? No let up here. Hope this isn't too controversial to ask Whoa. now. Whoa. Whoa! What do you think Nintendo's current frame of mind is on Twitter usage and oh, advertisements? Yes. We're seeing reports on a supposed mass exodus of advertisers on the platform. Do you think Nintendo is currently reconsidering its ad spend on the platform? What do you think Nintendo's best alternative to Twitter would be? Considering Twitter directs have become a pretty regular occurrence on the site and tons of news and information is disseminated via Twitter, where do they go from here if forced to ditch the platform? Great question. Hmm. Very timely. Yeah. There was a rumor that, although we don't comment on rumors here, there was a rumor. What was the rumor? That um, they were pulling their advertising on Twitter. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah. That really? was on, like, last night. Mm. I, I mean, the so- I don't know. The source could be hmm. problematic, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're keeping a close eye on uh, it. Absolutely. And I, and I feel yeah. really bad for the people on the team who have to answer what I'm sure are a lot of clueless questions Oh, about this. yeah. I think you... <laughs> so are we paying for the check mark? Are we? What, what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, exactly. No, there's probably like, what, what does so this mean many, for Doug Bowser's account? What, for, what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, brand Should Doug Bowser stop posting? Should... It just yeah. goes on. It goes on and goes on. <laughs> Forever. There's probably so many meetings yeah. on this right now, yeah. and, and, and it's probably very, yeah. very much a hot topic. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they're keeping a close eye on it. You know, I think it, it, it might make sense to say, like, let's cool it for the next couple weeks. Just At the same time, though, we're getting towards Black Friday, and you kind of need to not slow down. The holiday season Take is, the foot off the gas, as everybody as would say. Yes. Right. I was going to say, the holiday season is a big push. Right. So I, mean, I yeah. I imagine the, the thought process is, let's slow down for a week, reassess, but mm-hmm. it'll probably be fine. It's probably, it's one of these things that like flares up for a week and then people get back to normal. Yeah. Although the more Elon Musk keeps tweeting, it may go on I forever. don't know. It might not be back to normal. <laughs> it might not be back to normal people, but it might be a, a normal that you have to accept. Right. Um, I don't know if you I mean, can, yeah. It exactly. has happened before. So, you know, we were there when the last election happened and everyone was like, oh, face- Facebook is going to cause the end of the world because oh, they're going to influence right. these elections. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. like, eh, let's, let's we'll, be, we'll be careful. We'll, we'll yeah. monitor. We'll make, Slow down. we'll do a report every four hours. Some poor person is going to burn themselves <laughs> Someone's out. Someone's going to do a report. Making a report every Someone's four doing hours. a report right then, now. Then, yeah. then, the, then the conclusion will be, we need more reports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this report. I can't make a decision until I have a clear picture. Make more reports. <laughs> So, yeah. what is the alternative to Twitter? Well, I mean, there's a lot of other platforms, I mean, that are not having these issues. Sure. Um, There are other kind of newer platforms that people are investigating, trying out. trying out. Uh, I don't think Nintendo's going to jump on one of those. No, they're very slow to adopt new platforms. They're not even on on TikTok TikTok. right now. Yeah. Um, Took two years to launch an Instagram channel. So, yeah, they're very slow to adopt new platforms. So I don't see them getting off of Twitter anytime soon, even if it becomes a garbage fire or maybe it already is a garbage fire. I mean, it is also important to differentiate, like, people are mad at Twitter I, I don't see a lot of people pointing fingers at advertisers yet saying, no. why, why are you why still are you supporting this? on this? Yeah. I, and I think the other distinction to make is advertisers versus brand accounts. Because yeah. Nintendo has a, a right. brand presence. Sharing information. On Twitter, where right. they use to share information. Right. But it's not like they're paying Twitter to do that. Right. They're just This is like organic social. Right. Yeah, Nintendo is not Twitter. Correct. They use it. They do not control. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a distinction to make. And then the advertising part of it is a little bit nuanced different because, yeah, you then you are paying Twitter right. to have a sponsored mm-hmm. ad, which Nintendo also does. 
So they may go, you know, take the sponsored ads off for a little bit, but I don't think they're slowing down on the on the organic. Oh no! Social no, we've stuff. seen they're still going. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, they announced the indie stuff this morning, so right. I don't think they're slowing down on that. Like mm-hmm. they're still using it as a as a news. Uh, yeah, out, and I think you know, I, I would always tell people like the Nintendo of America Twitter and the Nintendo of America YouTube are like the crown jewels of the Nintendo social, social media presence. Yes, and it's a, what's happening to Twitter is a real shame that stinks. Yeah. So, I mean, that is a really important platform. It's a huge, that if, I mean, if that thing the, crashes maybe, and burns, they're going to need something else to pick up need, the slack. They're going to need, some but help. I don't think they're at that point yet. Yeah, the Nintendo of America Twitter is a pretty big deal. Yeah, like it it's might huge. it might be the the most important social platform they have out yeah. of all of the things in that in the the universe of Nintendo social globally. Globally, yes. No, I'm saying yeah. Yeah. So. I mean that is a huge amount of following and like work. That's mm-hmm. the oldest. That's the oldest social platform that Nintendo has. The first one we ever launched mm-hmm. was Twitter. That Nintendo of America Twitter account. Ooh. Wow, I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> just, I've, I've just imagined like the questions oh my God. <laughs> that the people on the team are getting. It's like I really wouldn't want to be getting. Those oh my questions. God, those questions and that hot emails. Yeah. And those those hours of uh, the NCL calls probably until not, like not not because they're like impossible questions. It's like they're just going to be so clueless in most cases. Yes. It's like let me explain this to you like you're five. <laughs> But also like your two. <laughs> so good luck with that, everybody. Oh my god! Uh, our next question. Get ready. Mm. Hey guys, I love listening to your podcast all the time. Thank you. My question is, I mean, and I should say, this is from Deco Six Two Two Six. My question is, unlike other companies like PlayStation and Xbox, I have never really seen Nintendo feature characters or options for the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Until recently, such as the upcoming Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life That Has Gay Marriage. We should say, a game not made or published by Nintendo. Right. Is Nintendo starting to become more open to this idea now in this day and age, or is it something that is still kind of kept cautionary about? Thanks again. I love watching you guys. Thanks <clears> for watching. Um, yeah, this is a good question Especially after we talked about the Final Fantasy question, yes. it's like the representation of of all communities and all every you know all the all people is really important. Um, and I will say that at least Nintendo developers were always open to learn. Yes, um, that's something that I always appreciated. And again, back to the wonderful Nintendo localization team who always tried to to get ahead of. Yeah. Um, you know, this type of education and, and and trying to kind of bridge some of those cultural challenges um, with with Japan. Like, I always appreciated that. And they always came to us, too, because, you know, as the communications team, they really wanted to work closely with us to be mm-hmm. able to, like, you know, c- kind of shape shape the narrative around these around these um these aspects of representation. So it was really nice to feel like when we were there, like we had kind of a seat at the table with this kind of discussion. So I always appreciated that. I think Nintendo's doing better. Like, you know, they've had like, like Fire Emblem Emblem games, for example, is another, uh, a good example of how far we've kind of come with these kinds of Mm -hmm. discussions. And I remember that first discussion we had around Fire Emblem games and how like kind of clueless people were about this kind of stuff. And, now you you think about where we are now with Fire Emblem games. You're like, all right, there's some progress, you know, um, or even Animal Crossing games. So right. there there are some 
steps, I think, in the right direction, but certainly so much more to go. Yeah. Um, to get to a part where, to a point where it, you know, is, is like people feel like they're represented. Yeah. And I mean, it's a fact that, you know, Japan is not as far along as, um, the West, um, on a lot of these topics. And, you know, they, they did have that good step of acknowledging same sex marriage as a, as a company before I think the country did. Yeah. Which was, that was was a wow moment. I think, you know, one of the things though, that I will say is like Nintendo, never wants to be seen as a political company. Right. And I think on topics like this, they make the mistake of thinking it is a political topic Mm -hmm. when it's really more of a social and moral topic. Yeah, it's social and like human. Example. The Black Lives Matter. Back to Nintendo inspired. International Women's Day was something that we wanted to post about. This is a channel made for women. Can we acknowledge International Women's Day on this channel? No, we can't. And we were told absolutely not because it was a highly political thing. (laughs) Yeah, I fought that battle. I lost. and and, And we made such great reports on what is International Women's Day? How is it not political at all? Yeah, how other brands show up for right. this um, this like key moment yeah. of just conversation and awareness. Right. And it was rock solid. Rock solid strategy. This was a great presentation. Yeah. And and I sat in that room and, and I it was did a it. no. And it was a no. And, and nobody really wanted nobody to like it. fight for it. Yeah. Is it? It's like it, at some point it's like, well, there's only so much we can do. I can only fight this war so so far right. before like, I get stopped. And you know? these things sometimes get you know moved up to different people who are higher up, and they talk to their counterparts, and sometimes you can change somebody's mind. Nobody yeah. really wanted to do that. No one wanted to do that. So it was like, well. So, we won't be acknowledging women on the channel for women. We won't, exactly. <laughs> too political. You are too political. I am too political. You are too political and you need to stop Anarchy! It. You need to stop it. <laughs> I'm an anarchist. <laughs> As a woman. <laughs> so you get a hot woman. Yeah. And you ever hold a switch. Yeah. So that, that perspective, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't think you're completely viewing this. Yeah. There was a Black Lives Matter right thing way. that also right. was a, quite the challenge because it was very right. similar to a, an idea of right. it being very tied to something political. Right. And then also, you know, the way that, like, the company makes decisions is, like, everybody has a chance to chime in. And all it takes is one person saying, like, I don't feel comfortable with it. And then the and whole, then the thing, whole goes, thing falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh. It well. is very much a um, approved by committee right. kind of company. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's very tenuous, you know, right. how those things are <clears throat> Right, right, right. Uh, Frulio. Changed your has, name back. Good job. A, uh, Less heavy topic for us. When you were at with Nintendo, how often were you stuck in unnecessarily long <laughs> meetings? And what were your favorite things to do to pass the time? The answer is daily. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> multiple times daily. Oh my gosh. So many unnecessarily long meetings. Well, I know what I would like to do. I know what you would like to do. I would do. like to IM you jokes to make you, you laugh in the meeting. <laughs> you would do that to me all the time. And I would literally hide behind my computer because I'd be laughing in this big meeting with all yeah. of these important executives. Or I'll try to like hide behind my I wouldn't my hair. do it in those meetings. I was like laughing, no. trying not to laugh. These were, these were the meetings where we didn't really need to be there. No, but it was still pretty... F- there was a meeting where it was decreed. Nobody could bring a computer. <gasps> it was like, you need to just sit... In your filth in this meeting, <laughs> in your and filth. and just write it out because like we have a lot to do. Like people yeah. were multitasking. It's like I yes, I'm paying it. attention to this meeting, but I'm working on it. Unless you're asking me a question, I can do both. I can pay attention. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, this is a problem. You all are checked out. Do not bring a laptop yeah. to this meeting. That was horrible. It's like what? That lasted about like a month though, and then people revolted. 
Well, then the pandemic happened. It's like, well, we're all on a computer now, aren't we? Oh, was it that close to the Who's pandemic? Who's the joke on now? Yeah. I thought we all revolted before no, then. No, no, Someone no. was like, forget this. I'm bringing my laptop. <laughs> I don't care what they say. I'm busy today. Right. <laughs> but that was, like, that really became a bummer in my job in particular, because yeah. basically my day was like, completely. Full. all you're doing is meetings. Yeah. You had eight and hours. And most of meetings. them, like, I was not the focus, but it was like, there's, you had to be there's there. just enough of a chance that someone could ask you a question that you need to be ready for that, that you, you can't completely out check it. out. Yeah. So I was like, ugh. It's like, I'm, I feel like I'm wasting time mm-hmm. waiting for this question, which might never come. Yeah, exactly. I'm just on like low level alert. <laughs> Otherwise, I could be very productive doing something, something else. else and frankly, something more important. More important. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of that. It was a very meeting heavy. Yes. And there's a lot of mandatory meetings where there was so many people right. invited to. And you're like, why? We had two mandatory meetings um, on the marketing side, one on Mondays and one on Fridays. There were, towards the end of that, my time there, upwards of 100 plus people were invited to those <laughs> the meetings. The Friday meeting. I stopped going to the Friday So the, per- the person who was in charge of those meetings made this big statement of like, if you don't think, think this meeting's worth your time, don't come. No, like, nobody's holding you hostage. Then I was like, great, I'm not going to come. And then all these people stopped going. And, and then, then immediately, they... like a week later, <laughs> like all the bosses got this email like, Where, where's everybody at this meeting? Yeah. Then we got in trouble for not yeah. showing this up. Is, this is mutiny. We're like, well, you told us not to come. <laughs> yeah. So if we're not getting a lot out of it, then don't come. So that's what I did. The Monday meeting was worse though, because that, it was yeah. like 9 a.m. on a Monday. It was the first thing And on it was Monday. just someone lecturing yeah. me about weekend sales. Right. For right. like 30 minutes. Here's the thing you need to panic about now. Exactly. Right. It's like the pre-orders for every single thing. Right. Like down, up, yeah. up, yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk about the sale through numbers. And you just, you yeah. ca- I cannot. Like no matter how many cups yeah. of coffee, coffee I've had. And sometimes just... you're also in a meeting with Japan that is goes late into your evening. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we need to wrap this up. Sometimes the lights will turn off yeah, in it's the like, office. I haven't had dinner. I'm starving. Yeah. And, just, and then there's the like... The air conditioner has oh, turned off. The lights the have worst. turned The janitor walks in. <laughs> no, the worst is like, okay, we've completed everything we have to talk oh, about. the worst. There's like three seconds of silence. It's like, are we going to say bye or what are you going to do? It's like... I have, I have, I have one more thing I would like to add. Like, and you're just screaming like, inside. No! <laughs> and then you never give them that opening. No. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Hit the button. Hit the button. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, that was the worst. I'm so glad I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> now we just meet with each other. Yeah. And I hit the button. All you the hit time. the button. I'm gonna see ya. You're the fastest person to hit the button. I ever. have the reputation to be the to you be do. the fastest hanger upper. Yeah. Um, on our team, and I'm quite proud of that. It's true. Speedy hands. Next question is from Gartooth. When Tropical Freeze, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was announced at E3 2013, it caused a backlash online for being uh, another platformer uh, on the Wii U and not something more different like a new Metroid Prime. In response to social media's outcry, Nintendo put out a video with Reggie to answer why Retro was making another Donkey Kong game. My question to both of you was, do you remember this moment? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? As a Donkey Kong fan who was excited for Tropical Freeze, I remember being really disappointed about the backlash. Did it have anything to do with why there hasn't been another DK game in the years since? Oh and there's gosh. a picture of Reggie in a Donkey Kong tie. <laughs> with with the, Michael Kelba. Yes, that's our, Michael Kelba. Michael Kelba, who is the nicest person. Yes. Yeah, you know what? I do remember this moment. And the E3 is such an interesting time for social because 
it, it was, it's always been like the mentality at E3, which I actually think this is the right mentality, which is like E3, during, during E3 on social is the time where if there is some sort of like negative backlash or some sort of like question you need to answer because people are confused, you can easily put something out right. on social. Course correction. We called it, yes. yes. So there is these war rooms, okay? Ugh. That you're still traumatized by. Don't go in the war room. But you have to go in the war room to give the daily update. Then you leave. But then, so that, this particular incident was like, everyone saw the outcry, that you were in yeah. the war room. It was what are like, we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And this was the solution. Is like yeah. you can quickly do something. I think like it's this a good solution too. On social, honestly, and it was a very good solution. And like the the cool thing too in this era of Wii U is that all of the execs and all of the developers were they would jump on a dime's yeah. notice to be in a video. Yeah, like that's why it's it was so easy to get yeah. Reggie to do this. And this was yeah. booked on their schedules too. Yeah, so it's social media video time. Right. Yeah. Right. In case something goes wrong. Yeah. This Break is where we're going to do this. In yeah. case of emergency. Which was a smart thing to do. Too. Yeah. So we had it all like ready just in case we needed to deploy, mm -hmm. um, which I thought was, I always thought was really smart as yeah. well. And the, the great thing again was that everybody was like, everybody's like was on the level on this. Like, yes, I know that if something happens, I am on, I'm on point to do this. Right. Like I can't mm -hmm. back out of it. So, um, so yeah. So, and it, I think it worked and it was, it was, yeah. I mean, it, maybe people were so mad, but at least you had some acknowledgement. An explanation yeah. from the horse's mouth, you know. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I want both things. Like, I want them to make another Metroid Prime game, which they're doing now. But right. these Donkey Kong games are so, so good. good. I love Tropical Freeze. It's hard to be mad at those, honestly. I, know. I want another Donkey Kong game. Um, really bad. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they made another one. Yeah, honestly, I really want one for like made for Switch. And, I mean, it seems like other developers are not banging down the door to to do this. So, I, I mean, I understand why people are disappointed if Metroid's your series. Yeah. But at the same time, like, those games are great. They sold really well. I want both. I don't know. I, I, want, I know. That's, yeah, that's I my both. reaction, too. I want both. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't know there's a solution. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like both for different reasons. Right. Uh, Kevin Delane is next. Actually, our next two questions are about the same topic. Oh, cool. Hi guys, I wanted to submit a question. Do you think Nintendo is done making mini consoles such as NES and SNES Mini? Thank you. Well, are they? I don't think so. Really? Where's the Mini oh, I think they N64? Might be. So I think I think one of the Tiny reasons Tiny GameCube, how cute. I think they want I think the price is an issue where these things need to be pretty basic and bare bones to hit that like, like make a profit impulse kind of buy gift kind of thing. Stocking stuffer. Where with, you know, newer consoles, and I think, you know, new, I think the N64 could be a complicated, like especially with a controller, it could start to get complicated enough yeah, where true. the price is getting up there. I think people want it though. I think people absolutely want it. I think they would pay a bit more for something like and that. And I think also now we're getting into a weird place where it's like, how does this interfere with the NSO? I was going to say like the NSO interference might be the bigger thing that right. causes them not to do this. Because then what's your motivation to get the NSO um, membership and, then? And there's also some games that are on the mini that are not on NSO. I know. Which is It's a little confusing. Lame. Yeah. So That's confusing. I have. I do think we're probably done at least for now. I really like. I, them. I think it's a shame because yeah. those 
when when I first heard about this, I was like, "This is junk." Because you would see those like yeah. in Target. It's like, oh, this. The it's like a little arcade. Ni thing. Nineteen Sonic games or nineteen Pac Man games on this junk. I was like, "This is who would this want such this?" Such quality and it's so yeah. cool. Yeah, I was I was absolutely. But proven. then they sold out so fast too. Well, that's that. A that's our, next, that's our next question. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was really unfortunate. The, the one that gets talked about a lot is the game as a Game Boy Mini, which again, I think would be a cool idea. You can't mini that anymore, can I you? I mean, you could just do like a retro Game Boy that has like... See, I'm not as interested in that. Really? I would prefer an N64 Mini mm -hmm. and a GameCube Mini. See, I think GameCube Mini will never happen. Or not until like 20, 20 years from now. 20 years from now. Because that, that would be... That's pretty new, huh? A lot. You need a lot, you need storage. You need you need processing. It was so cute. It'd be cute. A yeah. teeny little handle and a right. little box. Yeah. You guys, tiny little retro so TV cute. has part two to this question. I remember when the NES Mini came out. You guys did a Nintendo Minute on it, but when SNES Mini came out, you oh, did not. Yes. Was there a conscious decision not to do a Nintendo Minute on the SNES Mini? If so, did it have anything to do with the initial scarcity of the NES Mini and the frustration many experienced when trying to find an NES Mini in stores or online? You are absolutely 100% right. 100% true. Yes. Yeah, we had a lot of issues with doing Nintendo Minute videos either on like these kinds of limited run um, hardware things, like special editions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, any like sort of unboxing we do on like the Xenoblade special yeah. edition, like it would sell out so fast. It sold out, so there was no point. There was no point, which is yeah. super unfortunate because we'd love to. Right. We'd love to do those, but yeah, we absolutely cannot. I know that was like really unfortunate how they made this. It was like a big deal, but then like no one could get one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like people were so. And that was one of the worst backlashes I oh, remember. Yeah, that was bad for the NES Mini, and I think frankly something where the company just wasn't prepared for oh, the not at demand. All. Yeah. I mean, they they probably should have been. Especially because um, the NES one sold so well. Yeah, and it was it's like, like, why would you not know this? It was like, well, here we go again. So we're yeah. not going to promote this product that nobody can get. So they give them a reason to be mad. So that's right. why we didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Link is next. Whenever you type Pokemon in an email or official communication, did you always have to use the yes. E with the accent? Was it ever an inconvenience? Oh, you said you're yes. You have to use it. I didn't do this. I always did I never it. did this. I was scared they were going to get mad at me. I always... Googled Beyonce and copied the E from the See, Beyonce. That was, I was like, this is where I draw the line. I'm not doing this silly accent. Oh, I had to do it. I was too scared. Beyonce. That's our second Beyonce reference today. Yeah, no, that's what I usually did. In this episode. I, would, I was like, Beyonce has an accent and so does Pokemon. So if I Google Beyonce, I can use, I can copy and paste the E. There's also a shortcut on a normal keyboard. Yeah, it's, it's like, like control, 19 keys. I'm not doing like that. Control 140 or something like that. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't no, think it works on a Mac. Nobody though. said a word. It didn't matter. You don't have it. Was it was a big. You wasted all. You wasted your life. I think the reason why I did the tilde or whatever it's called, not tilde, with the accent on the e, is the reason why we were able to make curry, because no, that that document was perfect. You're wrong. Um, Mad Dog Five Nine Eight One asks, "Were you guys surprised by the lack of success for Nintendo Labo?" When it was announced, I thought it was going to be an enormous hit, especially with kids, but I feel like it kind of died out slowly and without much fanfare. I was not surprised by and, the lack of success. And I was really surprised. Really? Yeah. I was not surprised because it was so expensive. <clears throat> that was absolutely part of it. And the thing you make, again, if this is a kid's product, it wasn't durable. I was going to say it's very disposable. Right. And I even remember 
we were asking a lot of these kinds of basic questions, like what happens when something breaks or a kid breaks it or something. Even like the sort of the solution they had for like replacing parts and stuff like that was so overcomplicated that I was like, this is never going to be sustainable. There were some major flaws that were easy for us at least for me, to overlook because I was so swept up in how innovative this was. I was like, this is this is genius. Oh, see, I, I thought it was really stupid. And then, like, the, I was like, how did the, who, who had to figure out how to fold this, like, origami, this cardboard to make it turn into this thing? Wow. I didn't like it um, at all. I also thought also, like, this is a smaller issue. Like, it was always unclear, like, is it more fun to make it? Is it more fun to play it? Like the, the well, playing. Was it fun to do any of the it? The playing part of it was not that fun. I mean, if you're into Legos and stuff, though, I'm not into Legos, so. I love I don't crafts know. and I love making things. I thought this was lame, people. Wow, really lame. Way to be a buzzkill. I'm sorry. I'm just right. saying. Even for kids, I was like, they have so many other options that are so much cheaper out there. Like, I don't see how Listen, this can do it. Labo VR. That's the hotness, people. Okay. Get I on never it. Tried. That was cool. I, I actually really like that. Okay. Yeah. I believe, I mean, good for it you. That's cool. <laughs> there were, good there, for you. I wish there was actually more, more games that supported that. Or that, there was, <laughs> or that there was a headset that was not made of cardboard. <laughs> Do you still have your Nintendo? Yes. Oh my God, of course you I know. Do. It's like, uh, I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I think gonna, I threw that in the trash. You're gonna, yeah, I, I'm shocked. I'm not shocked. I recycled it. We know that. Like, immediately. Oh, recycle. Oh. Because it's cardboard. I recycled it. What did you do? You had to backtrack there. You're on your heels now. No, I didn't. I said I recycled All it. All right, fine. Total, Straight to the trash. Now, now with this one, I don't know how to pronounce this name. There's a few ways. I could go totally Joe D, totally Joad. What I do you think? it's totally Joad. Please tell us. Yes. Some... some some subscribers include a pronunciation guide for their name, yeah, which, is, exactly. which is useful. Anyhow, would you guys happen to know how Nintendo manages in-store game bonuses slash freebies? I noticed that different game stores from different countries give out different pre-order game freebies like this foldable fan picture below that I got when I pre-ordered Legends Arceus, excuse me, Arceus. Whew. Whoa. But only ever seen this here in the Philippines, Malaysia, and Singapore. So I'm wondering, does Nintendo have a say on what game stores could give away with the game or do game stores have independence when it comes to this stuff? And how come some stores give out cool stuff like this fan and some only basic stuff like lanyards or stickers and even some none at all? Sending love from the Philippines. You two are awesome. Oh, Thank you. The Philippines is amazing. Yeah, the, the the old GWP gift with purchase, as we call it here. Yeah, I, it is. It is up to the retailer um, of the individual regions. Well, an, an important thing we should say is Nintendo is making these items. Oh, that's true. Right. Yes, Nintendo so, is making so the items. GameStop does not have carte blanche to make. No, no, no. No. <laughs> but but they they work with the individual regions yes. to decide which items exactly. to make. Right. 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 As the the game with purchase. Yeah. We had a very famous. Banana shaped bag. Oh, banana bag. The yes. banana bag. That was amazing. That was part of the Donkey Kong. Did you tropical... throw that in the trash too? No, I have to still. Oh, okay. It's a it's a grocery bag that packs it, into yeah. a shape of a banana. It's awesome. It's really cool. So this, yes, <laughs> you were very excited about the banana bag. I was. Yeah. You had you had love for the banana bag. I. It, there, there can sometimes be like huge discrepancies though of like yeah. oh this one market went all out on this game and this other market has nothing that is strange that somehow. is strange because it's like no sort of no like consistency, no consistency. Yeah, yeah that was weird right but i'm glad that they are doing stuff like this in um you know the philippines and other countries because 
yeah, I feel like less and less now I see cool gifts yeah. with purchases in the U.S. I don't yeah. really see that much anymore. People do like digital stuff, but not really like a physical yeah, product. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I don't get too swept up in this stuff because it seems frustrating. If you can't where, get where it's it. it's like, oh, well, we, you ordered it, but we ran out. Or sometimes there's things that they, like I saw they announced... Or like sometimes there's different things at different stores. It's like, well, I have to buy this game like three different times to get the thing I want, oh, to, or to get it all if I'm like really. The Fire Emblem one was like different. The different keychains at different places. Or I I've seen that. a lot yeah. of different offers for Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Like they're still announcing some of these. It's like what? What's going on? This game's out in like two I weeks. Know. That's a little bit. Yeah. It's a little overcomplicated for sure. We trick with the. Release of Scarlet and Violet, the National Pokedex will approach a thousand unique Pokemon. Wow! What's a real-world animal you would love to see become a Pokemon but hasn't yet? A real-world animal? Well, I think we both argued in a previous episode that some of these Pokemon should be retired. That's true. Yes. And a lot of them were, like, kind of real-worldy. Like Rattata? Rats. All rats should be retired. Maybe you just relegate it to Digimon. It's like the minor leagues of Pokemon. It's like now you're a Digimon until you oh can my, get your act together. Until you can get cooler. It's like it's like a European soccer team. They call it relegation. It's like if you if you come in last place, I you're getting demoted. I know that because I watched Ted Lasso. Great. So maybe maybe that. Rattata can get relegated to become a Digimon until it get its act together. What do you when, think? When is this going to get his act together? Uh, that's when up he to Rattata. Into that's a, a, not a rat? I don't know. I don't the mind. The rat part of it is the part. I that's don't mind gross. Rattata. But this is not answering the question. The question is what uh, real world animal, what real world animal, llama. I like oh, a llama. That would be a cool Pokemon, oh, That's a right? good choice. Are but you I'm, sure? Now Now I'm trying to think. Is, is there, there a llama Pokemon? There's so many. There's too many. A thousand. Too many. You tell me if there's a llama, guys, yeah. but I think a llama is, is a good choice. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say the predictable thing and say more types of sharks. I want the, ha- the hammerhead shark. Oh, sharks! My yes! There is a shark. There is already a shark Pokemon. But I would like a shark. hammerhead shark. Or a tiger shark. Mm, this, this at least is more visually oh, different. Yes. So. I like that. It's a good one. Yeah. You could ride it. Yeah. Or you could do, it, do different types of sharks in different evolutions. Oh. Yeah. Give me all these. Just give me all the shark. Well, I think are, you, are you... Someone that would be weirded out if the shark evolves legs and it's the top half is a shark. So it becomes a land shark? Like that DC character that's really dumb. Oh, that could be interesting. Would you would you be I opposed might, to that or I would know, you I might be are open you to a that. shark purist where you need it to be like swimming around? It could be cool. To have legs? Sure. Okay. It's still a shark. All right. Yeah. Our final question is from 042. Hey, Kit and Krista, what video games that you both played left a lasting impression that taught you something you can apply to your everyday life? It can be the story itself or a particular character and how they live their life. Oh. Do you have an example? Well, it's definitely going to be Link. You know that. Everyone knows that I have the Link bucket list, right? That is literally how I live my life. Is I want to know, I want to do everything that Link does. It's not your everyday life, though. That is my everyday life. I've worked late. You're doing in- archery every day? No. No. You're doing a hook shot? You got a hook shot? I need to, I need to learn that, actually. I need to hook- Invent a hook shot. That's learn. on your to-do list. A hook shot exists, I think. Right? Grappling hook. Okay. Grappling, grappling hooks hook. are one of the great lies we are told. Like, a grappling hook seems like this, like, like absolute can't-miss gizmo of, like, oh, you just throw it up there and you climb up. 
It's like, have you ever seen anybody actually use a grappling hook in real life? It doesn't work like that. No, it's a it lot. It's kind of like zip lining though and a little bit. You do have to un undo it and then do it back on. And it's like yeah. you can't. It doesn't just stick to anything. You got to get the right. Well, you shouldn't do that because it probably won't hold your weight. You probably fall to your. I mean, your there might be some cases where stony death. But that's one of the real lies we were told. All right, so you just trumped my my. No, that's actually not my. I, I have a, I have a great, I have a great example. Oh well, yeah, yeah. What is it? Tell me. Um, Want to know this? So the game is Ace. Com the series is Ace Combat, which is a. I love Ace Combat. Flight, flight really? Sim. Yeah. I didn't know that. One of my favorites. Yes. Wow. You didn't know that. You never told me, so no. Yeah, I've told you so many times. No. I worked on Ace Combat. At you Nintendo. did? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Now we know nothing about each other. That's oh, what we decided. Anyhow, um, I I don't love the act of flying. And oh. before I played Ace Combat, I would sometimes actually be quite a fearful flyer. Oh, you're not a fearful flyer anymore. Of like... One thing that always weirded me out was like, okay, when you're a plane, the plane turn and it turn, it banks like really hard. It's like basically yeah. sideways. I was like, why does this plane need to be sideways? Right, right. I'm freaked out. I'm not gonna like fall out. I'm like, whoa, I'm just gonna fall out of this airplane. Okay. Playing this game, I was like, I can actually see how a plane operates yes. and like why it needs to do oh, that to turn. Okay. So I understand the function of like an the airplane physics. more. Right. Yeah. Like what can and can't a plane do? Why does it need to operate a certain way? So it yeah. actually helped me feel more comfortable flying. Flight sim is good too for that. Oh, that would be another one. Right. You can even do real life like takeoffs and landings <clears throat> in SFO. Yeah. So yeah. that it really makes you feel better about like how a right. plane takes right. off and lands in so your home airport. I, I still think flying is a Somewhat a natural thing to do when you think about it, but I, I don't get as... Giant tin can in the sky? I, I don't get as freaked out about it. You don't seem yeah. scared at all on an airplane now. Yeah, I'm mostly good with Except it. Except for that one time we had that really bad turbulence and we almost died. Well, we had a near-miss landing, which maybe, well, that, we'll talk about that time. later. That's you, a, that's you a later, scared. yes. That was a little bit scary. Um, people are on pins and needles. They want to know if you're doing Morrow Mayhem in our superstars. Shout out to Oh, week. am I? I'm not, right? <laughs> no. You gotta, you gotta retire. You gotta move on. I'm moving on. From, yes. I'm second, second, second <clears throat> right. fiddle today. It's time to shout out our Patreon superstars, though. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get us started. Okay. Aaron Hash. Ben Icorn. Maru Mayhem. Ivers. Jordan Collette. Kiss my flapjack. Mike Chin. Mr. Rogers. Paul Gale Network. Rain Tech. Roy Eschke. Simon Barrera. Switching it up, underscore. Safazon. The Shark Among Men. VGM Life. Link, the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft and her pick Molly. And Turbocharge Nerd. Boop, boop. It sounds the same. People, people, people wanted us to change also, so you would do switching it up underscore. We, I think we we switched up the, the list, the actually, is what happened. Switched up, then I got the same people that I always right. get, except for Mara Mayhem. <laughs> well, you said it. Got you to say it. Great. <laughs> okay. Why not we are club? moving up to our one I'm going to start that off, too. We're kicking you on your toes. services. Go. Hey, Ron Burgundy. Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Ali Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Astro Dev. Bagel. Bookum Dano. Brad, SF56. Bruce Dash. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Cozy Tar. Captain Cinnamon Buns. Captain Alex. Sea Roper 17. Daniel Cold. Daniel Valencia. Doxon. Doo Doo Face. Douglas Chomix. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Esparts 50. Ezrato. Furbound. Fred Rossi. Gar. Garrett Hullfish. Ian Shea. Israel or Izzy. 
Random. Jabroni Jones. Jackie Z. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jesse Hernandez. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Hemmerly. Joseph DeHayes. Joshua Clements. Juji Fruit. Jess Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kala2796. Kelp Shake. Kevin Delane. Christopia Party With Me. Kyle Gamerberry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Kyle LaBeouf. Kyler Nelson. Lanelle Stickman. Lego My Frogo. Lena. Lit. Lucas Pico. Mad Dog 5981. Malferink. Marky Man 64. Matthew Rewald. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Mr. Andy Pong. Murph. Mytran. Nazar. Nathan Burkhart. Panda Buns. Piano Psychopath. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. P.S. Weed. Quinn Hardigan. Raver. Ray Charon. Ryuji Utsuho Uko. Renee Rivers. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Rianetta. Sam Newland. Sharif Jackson. Cold, oh, sorry. Sheer Cold Vanilla. Shinryu. Slowbro. Schmiggles. Silly Ferret. Spicy Munchkin. Steelstron. Thomas Alvarez. True Bitch. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Will Johnson. Zudiver. Zelgroth. And Zroid. Woof! That. Not bad. We gotta get Jeffrey Hernandez and Jesse Hernandez together. Maybe they're related? I don't think they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brothers? <laughs> Tell us. All right, all right, all right. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Kit and Krista. Lots of different tiers. Yeah. Lots of bonus content, early access, cool things happening in our Discord. Maybe there's a curry tier coming. Who knows? Lots of fun stuff. If you are listening on audio, oh, please give us a five-star review. Somehow it really helped us. We and leave jumped a up. We shot up through those charts last week. Shot up yes. to the sky this makes because big, of your five-star reviews. This makes a huge difference, actually. Apparently. Yes. We so thank you. This. Thanks in advance. Thank you. <laughs> but like seriously, do it yeah. and not be put off by his yes. in advance. Um, don't forget to follow us on our other social channels. We're on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, YouTube. That's it. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.